0: hello welcome to the 51st episode of the chill Mart podcast my name is riley here is always with hunter and this week um is sort of eh, i don't know how to describe this week this week is one of the weeks of alt <laughs> um however next week is going to be interesting because we have the one year anniversary it's kind of lame that the 50th episode and the one year anniversary were two weeks apart and we didn't plan anything for that one but we're doing something for this one. Um, we still don't really know what we're doing. <laughs> we, we have an idea. We're going to build a website live. I don't know how long that's going to take. We're going to do it. Two minutes. <laughs> two. are mi- going to AI generate a website. Tomorrow. Let's go. Um, Anywho, we're going to start with the news, and then later in the episode, I have a couple of reviews finally. Let's go <laughs> outside of just the movie recommend. I have some of my own, and then we're doing the third version of the Game Awards predictions just to sort of clue you in. But we'll start with news. This was a great week for studios being shitty. <laughs> it's a great week for this, yeah. So Disney's. So for Disney, right, Secret Invasion, uh, opening credits, two minutes long, all AI generated. It's part of the themes. <laughs> People say, oh, but it's supposed to look like that. It's supposed to look weird and gross because it's like a part of the metaphor for the, for the scroll. I'm like, no. <laughs> Just no. You could have still hired someone to do that. You still could have very easily hired someone to make something look kooky and goofy, you know? For and it looks bad, <laughs> like it looks bad.
1: I don't know. I already know who dies in the show, and it sounds mid AF. Yeah.
0: Maria Hill dies yeah, in the first like, Oh episode. no, it's so sad. I
1: don't, I don't even remember any moment she had in the
0: entire franchise. MCU, so. She was just a character that existed, you know. Yeah, she was one of the characters of all time. Warner so, Brothers is selling a ton of their music catalog to either people. Again again well they didn't but now they they are going for it oh, okay. so paramount universal they're getting rid of some of their classic stuff like purple rain i mean they water tower music is like a huge brand and they're selling off like 50 percent of it for like half a billion like you'd think you could get more than that i think you just want money they're desperate <laughs> You can tell they're desperate. After the Flash. <laughs> um, You're going to need some money. Paramount is, I think, the third studio yeah, yeah. that's removing content from their streaming service. First it was Max. Then it was Disney with stuff like Willow and whatever. And now it's Paramount getting rid of Star Trek Prodigy as well as their Grease prequel show. And I think a couple of other things. Is there a reason, or are they just getting? They're ridden? just doing. It. <laughs> I they're d- for tax right now. Oh, guys, tax season in, is in, well, March, I <laughs> in March. I didn't
1: know Willow was getting taken off. I guess good thing I watched before it was taken off.
0: See, as someone that wants to get into Star Trek, and there's a Star Trek show that is being pulled from existence, I that's frustrating. And um, it does premiere on Nickelodeon first. Apparently, it's not premiering on Nickelodeon either. they're just getting rid of it <laughs> well, that's the kid show you don't want to watch the kids shows and they only have they the can. first half of the season on a physical release. It's twenty episodes and they only have the first ten on a physical release. will we ever get the second half? who knows <laughs> is this gonna be lost media basically it's you know those channels that are just about lost media and stuff. They're gonna have a lot of content <laughs> to talk a about. T- five minute video on a Star Trek prodigy. I mean, I saw the first two episodes. Actually, I started it, and it's actually okay. <laughs> that, that is the kids show, right? That is the first animated Star Trek kids show. Because the other animated shows they have were for. A you see, that's how you get people in, like, Star Wars. You have to get the kids in first. Exactly.
1: So, that's that was a good idea. But, uh, they
0: pulled it. <laughs> yeah, well, oopsie. Um, They even said, yep, we're doing a second season. We're very proud of it. And <laughs> then, two months later, we're removing it. <laughs> we're getting rid of it. And, like, the Grease show came out in April. It's been two months. <laughs> and they're getting rid of it. Nobody watched it. I didn't even know it existed. Oh, yeah. That's fair. But, like, I knew about it. Because, well, I, I just did. And then the last one, Sony, more specifically, the Spider-Verse crew. So, there was a Vulture article that dropped this week. The Vulture is hit or miss, but what the information they revealed is pretty freaking legit. Because e- Amy Pascal and people were like retorting it or whatever so like it it, it picked up headlines and basically it was hell (laughs) for a lot of people um you hate to see it but it happens the most in animation or vfx work it feels like um so basically phil lord who's one of the producers and also one of the writers um is like a weird perfectionist kind of Basically what happened was they were rewriting and like changing entire scenes that took a year to do. They were scrapping stuff. They were changing everything constantly. And when the initial release dates were happening and people said, oh, because of pandemic, it was actually because Phil Lord's taking fucking forever. (laughs) Um, The fact that a good movie came out of it's quite shocking considering... Usually stuff like this ends up being kind of a mess. It's a good thing we have like
1: great directors who, who uh, managed to make perfect movies like Stanley Kubrick that are nothing like them at all.
0: <laughs> well, people like Kubrick, the longest live-action production, like the one that took the longest, was his last movie, Eyes Wide Shut. A year and a half to make the movie. Like, Christ... <laughs> I think uh, Full Metal Jacket took forever. Like, especially the Gatling gun scene, where, like, the guy has the giant machine gun and shooting the building with the Vietnamese in it. Because of, like, the amount of, like, bullet holes and damage and stuff, they could only do it, like, twice a day because of having to reapply everything. Because he's a perfectionist, that probably took weeks. (laughs) Just for, like... Like, that two-minute scene. (laughs) Those perfectionist people... No word on Miller, though. Is he just kind of, like, there? Yeah. I think the article mentioned that he kind of just showed up at the end. With some, like, priority notes. But, like, that was about it.
1: Oh, so... So it's mostly
0: Phil Lorden. But that's also the guy that talks the most on Twitter. About, like, animation and stuff. I think... Apparently... This has been going on for a while. The Mitchells versus the Machines had stuff like this. If you know the development of the original Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, they were on, then they were taken off, and then they were put back on. Like It was kind of a fucking mess. They're kind of just known for this, but it's finally being exposed.
1: Oh, so maybe that is why they were kicked off of Solo.
0: Maybe. I couldn't. Well, live awesome. action might be different than animation. Also, like stuff has been
1: coming out with Benioff and Weiss for, for Game of Thrones. Mm, they, sure. They apparent uh, specifically like the earlier seasons and the last season they were trouble, but like what kind of trouble? When... Well, like, uh, like they. So I heard that I don't remember her name, but they just like would just let her walk around nude, and they wouldn't like escort her or give her a robe, so she had to. Walk around nude for nude scenes. This was just the first season, so they were uh-huh. kind of still new to the whole thing. Oh,
0: Amelia like, Clark, yeah, Amelia
1: Clark. Okay, okay. Yeah. It was just the earlier seasons, but.
0: Sus, <laughs> uh, Sus. I mean, um I mean, I mean, I mean I'm. I'm <laughs> I mean, listen, she I'm, is mommy, but not okay. <laughs> but not okay. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, and I think so. There was, some, there was four people that talked about it in depth, their experiences. And they said a 100 people over the course of a year left. But there were a 1,000 people that stayed. They said some of them liked the challenge and thought it was very rewarding. Well, some people that they talked to that stayed on said that they worked like a year on a shot. And it was just like a hellhole. Because they were working like 11 hour days, 7 days a week for a year. Like that's grueling work conditions. And then they just... Like they'd spend a year on a shot and then they'd rewrite it. And if they quit, their entire shot could have been changed. And then a year of work for nothing. So some people stayed on just so they could get the credit for the fact that they did a shot. Almost. Despite it being hell. So... And they also mentioned that they were working and right up until the end. Everyone was for the second one. And there was absolutely zero shot <laughs> Beyond the Spider-Verse drops in March of next year. Zero shot. Um, apparently the only thing they've done were some tests for it, I guess. Like in terms of like animation tests or whatever. Oh. Like it's still pre-production shit. Like, we're talking, this is probably going to get like a two to three year delay. <laughs> um, and to be honest, I'd rather that than somehow forcing a thousand people to work to get it all done in a year. Um, but, and yeah. Specifically
1: nowadays, when that stuff comes out, sometimes people try to change. Like, I know Neil Drunkman, when that stuff came out for The Last of Us Part Two. He sort of trying... He's like, yeah, well, okay. I'll scale back a little bit. I won't be a perfectionist that much. But, I mean, hopefully he'll he'll change a little bit.
0: That and a lot of animation people and, aren't unionized. and This is why unions yeah. are good folks. <laughs> but also,
1: it's expensive. That's probably why a lot of studios don't want to do it. Because if they screw up one scene, they'll have to do it all over.
0: And they'll have to delay the whole movie. Well, yeah. I don't know. Because, like... How they certain people described this situation. There was people that, like their pens had to drop in May. They were on their last week, and Phil Lord was still rewriting scenes. Like that's kind of ridiculous. He's, he must like be on acid trips all the time <laughs> while he's writing. <laughs> And people say that he doesn't even come up with, like, the major story. He just comes up with the details to try to make it better, almost. Because he's a producer, he's a writer, but he's not a director. There's three directors for a reason. (laughs) Because there's a lot of team in there. This is the largest animation team ever, and, like, over a thousand. So, there's a lot of people you gotta work with. Oh, yeah, you
1: different characters, different frames, so, yeah kind of have to
0: yeah um and then there's all these details coming out that like they haven't started recording their lines for the new one because like obviously they're still in pre-production there's people that like they keep saying like oh we're gonna go to spider punk's universe you know there's gonna be like a more exploration of that it's like oh we're gonna explore the miles universe without spider-man and it's like i mean that's cool but like treat your employees but <laughs> I, like, have they even
1: finished writing it? <laughs> well, clearly they haven't for the previous one. They're probably still
0: writing it. <laughs> the Lords of Mad Men still writing across the spider. <laughs> it's out. <laughs> well, like, that could also explain different lines. Because there's versions in the theater now. There's yeah. apparently someone, I don't know who, that didn't know that Donald Glover's Prowler had a second appearance in the movie. When he's just, like, yelling boo for, like, a second. But apparently some people didn't see that like I saw it twice it was there twice for me too so like there's just different versions in theaters I thought it was because of sound mixing but like they they said oh we're releasing a new version but like a week after the movie comes out like you finished sound mixing in a week (laughs) this shit takes a long time we're starting to see uh,
1: (laughs) movies release early
0: Well, like, yeah, No Way Home was, like, basically patching CGI in as the movie was out. Like, just delay your movie, bro. We get it. It's fine. Or at least I get it. Some people are too impatient. And Amy Pascal, when she was trying to retort it, was like, welcome to the movies. And it's like, you can make a movie and still treat your employees okay. Like, quit being insensitive. I don't know. Kind of shitty. And it it makes me worried about how stuff's going to turn out for the third one. In terms of, like, are they going to just keep doing what they're doing? Are they going to hopefully change up management? Are they hopefully going to try to be better? (laughs) And also, we should unionize (laughs) VFM. Just want to throw that out there. I think that's that's more of
1: a thing that the the people have to kind of rally behind. Well... The animators. I'm not sure how starting unions actually works. But I feel like they'd have to go on strike
0: to start a union. They should. They honestly should. So. Because, like, yeah. especially hearing, like, how, like, crunch is a very real thing. Because, like, a lot of the tools that they use in both video games and animation and, like, live action but with CGI, that are all nearly the same. So, like, everyone should go on strike. <laughs> Take down
1: every industry. Just delay everything right now by like two years. Marvel will be fuming. Marvel fans will be fuming in their seats.
0: <laughs> I can't watch Blade. <laughs> Blade's never coming. <laughs> it doesn't even have a director, and you're telling me it comes out in spring of 2025? Nah, <laughs> that's not happening. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't. Hey. Oh. oh um
1: just a thing uh speaking of animation dying um have you seen any marketing for uh elemental um i saw the first couple of trailers why well like just like randomly pop up you know like actual marketing
0: you know not just
1: oh, like forcing yourself to
0: oh well the paramount has or the version i have the cheapest one has ads so they have like the happy meal ad for elemental but like that's it I, I haven't seen anything oh, yeah. else. No. I, I've just seen the
1: Happy Meals, but I ran across on the good old Reddit an ad for the movie that they posted on Twitter. The, the, the little kid Earth guy, and it's like the audience's reaction, and they're, like, cheering in the background. It's an actual ad. Like, you know those memes of people that are, like, cheering? Like oh, monkeys? Yeah. yeah. Well, they made an ad for people cheering for a character that shows up for two seconds.
0: Nice. Wow! <laughs> oh, they're trying to... <laughs> G- 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 now we know why
1: animation is dying <laughs> because sucks, scorsese, it made me realize scorsese was right these oh of course marvel movies are just roller coaster and they think that's the
0: only reason why people want to watch elemental because they want it to be a roller coaster no bro i can't even begin to imagine how wrong i was in 2019 when he said that, I was like, no, but, like, these movies are so good. And then, like, Joker came out, and that was, like, the anti-superhero movie or whatever. It was artistic. And everyone was like, yeah, but superhero, superhero movie. And then, like, people were trying to defend it. And then 2020 comes around, and my perspectives changed dramatically. Oh, shit. <laughs> then shit and then on. 2021 comes out and it's just mediocrity 2022 is happening and it's just mediocrity i'm just like he knew before he did know but people are finally coming around to it good job good job didn't you say some that secret invasion like props act like styrofoam oh yeah there was
1: a clip i saw of someone getting punched into like a pillar and like you could like obviously you could see it like Bounce like plastic, which isn't that big, but you can like see it bend like styrofoam and like vibrate. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa. Are you sure that's not the camera work? No. No? No. Oh boy. <laughs> no, it wasn't the camera work because you could see it moving around even with the shaky camera. Nice. <laughs> but I will say that clip was fan edited, so it was shittily edited. Um, uh, the Tsushima movie director, you know, Chad Stileski. Sahelski wants to do more with it
0: besides just one movie well you so. that's like a that's like a 20 hour story yeah with side quests and stuff I don't know if you kind of I don't think you should just throw it into one movie because I don't know how you would do that I thought a trilogy, yeah, a show makes, would make it better to be honest, but whatever yeah
1: but it would, if they do movies it would make sense as a trilogy
0: it's already split up in acts mm-hmm. so. you just go to the different parts of the island get it Get it's <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's basically a movie, but
1: <laughs> and uh, Game Pass is getting expensive. It's, Isn't uh, it still fifteen? No, it's going up by a dollar. Sixteen. 16. Yeah.
0: That's still like three hundred. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean that it doesn't really change it that much. I, like, I'm sorry. I eat, like because I have an S, so I either have to buy every game I want to own, or I have Game Pass. Like those are my two options, and like it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Game Pass, <laughs> you know. Um, doesn't mean I don't buy games, I do, but like, you can only do so much with them, you know. Like, I don't want to spend sixty dollars on every game that comes out. A lot of them come out free on Game Pass, so I'm just gonna do that. And plus, there's probably gonna be more because because
1: act- Xbox will probably win the. The, their their argument they're having with the FTC or whatever that's currently going on. So, um, oh yeah, I don't know. I just saw memes on it. It was kind of funny. Steven Spielberg, Scorsese, and Paul Thomas Anderson had an emergency meeting with uh, David Saslov over the future of Turner Classic Movies.
0: Isn't that real, or is that a disgusting film one? <laughs> no, that's from Deadline. Because no, that's very real. They they yeah. fired the the people that were running Turner Classic movies or TCM and they've got good shit like they've got really good shit so these industry veterans just walk in the door they <laughs> just like we're gonna fucking shoot them <laughs> they it's, execute it's the
1: yeah it's the scene instead of two but it's it's three instead of two people from uh, Pulp Fiction You know, oh
0: yeah it <laughs> just like, keeps cutting between the shit <laughs> just shooting the hell out of the guy. That's honestly based as fuck. But, like, Warner is hemorrhaging money. Max is not doing well. And, like... And
1: David Zaslav should be fucking kicked out.
0: He sucks. (laughs) Honestly, he actually sucks ass. He, He is really bad. And, like... They, they aren't marketing their movies and then they're surprised when they flop. <laughs> like, <laughs> what a shock. Like, the, uh, uh, Kevin
1: Smith said Batman Beyond isn't happening now again because the flash bombed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe if you'd actually marketed your movie correctly.
0: Or, you know, made a good movie. Made a good movie.
1: Made a good movie. Maybe that would happen. But no, it's the fans who don't want to see Michael Keaton. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. The fa- oh, I have one more, but it's like a fun one. Ian and Anthony bought Smosh back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't a Smosh head or whatever that fandom was called, because uh, I didn't grow up in that era. Uh, no, I I joined the internet after them, after they like split up in like 2016 era. Well, I 2017? I was on the internet in 2014 oh. when I was like like nine or ten. But oh, yeah. like. I that was I was after them. I was watching my comic book reviewers <laughs> and shit. I was with my Minecraft YouTubers. skype is Minecraft. I was the only Minecraft something. people I did, and I'm, I'm, I'm admitting cringe right now. So I'm very sorry, but I I I did you know those Minecraft role plays that people would do? Yeah, where they would have like the mods or whatever that set up like a pre-generated story and stuff. I watched those. When oh, it came to Minecraft. So, like the adventure maps and stuff? Sometimes, yeah. Or, yeah. like, when they would have, like, mods for, like, like a sci fi epic one. Or, there was oh, like, yeah, some yeah, no, for, like. those were awesome. Oh yeah, like, those are I, awesome. I, I, yeah. I watched those when it came to my Minecraft content. There was one, there was an alien
1: invasion one with the shitty rendered shotgun that I can't find anymore, and I want to go back and watch. So,
0: there's. There was a YouTuber that I used to watch. I don't know if you knew him. He was big into this scene. Aviator Games. I don't know if this rings a bell at all. He was very internet y. He was like very loud. He was like, like, comment, subscribe if you want to see the next episode. And like, he was just doing all that stuff because internet era. But like, some of his stories were interesting. Like, some of them had heart, and some of them were fucking weird. <laughs> There was one that this guy, like, he had two channels. One for for, like, Sims 1, and one was for, like, Minecraft. He stopped, like, four years ago, and I looked into him recently, because I kind of just remembered it, and I find out that he runs a company that makes, like, Roblox mods. Or something. Well, so, But he doesn't do mods. YouTube anymore. He oh. just does Roblox shit. Like, he makes stories for Roblox. <laughs> or oh, like, like the, the
1: the little maps that you can enter in on the store?
0: Yeah. Basically. Ba-ba-da-ba. Sorry. What were you talking about? I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I forgot. Um, I don't have n- more
1: news, so you can just go with Bad Bunny it. Left is not a part of Elm Yorto. Oh, yeah. But Sasha forgot. Banks is... <laughs> Who? Sasha Banks is a WWE wrestler, I guess. Let's
0: go. <laughs> but no more
1: Bad Bunny. But El oh. is still happening. El It's just delayed a little bit. A little it was bit.
0: taken off the release calendar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. So um. Yeah, just the just the thing here. Uh. So the. Uh, Microsoft is in, like, court or something for, like, to get Activision, and they're, like, a bunch of their big CEOs are, like, talking about why they should get them and why they shouldn't, and... PlayStation's doing the same thing. They're just complaining about each other. But we do have some insight on some of their business stuff that's going on with them, but, uh... So, PlayStation... Well, to, to start off, Xbox saw they. Phil Spencer, he, he swore an oath. I don't know what oath, on God or whatever, that PlayStation will still have Call of Duty. (laughs) For, for (laughs) who,
0: the government? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if he, like, swore on the Bible or what, 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 like, what. People lie on the stand all the time. (laughs) yeah, people, like. (laughs) He's lying.
1: But even the PlayStation, uh, boss, Jim Ryan. He wrote an email and said, yeah, we're going to have Call of Duty for years to come. That was like a leaked email that Xbox showed them or something. Yeah. So.
0: And Jim Ryan's like, I'm going to (laughs) fucking, I'm going to fucking
1: end it. Not, not only that, but PlayStation was going to, it was rumored, but it was never confirmed. But PlayStation was going to buy exclusivity rights for Starfield and the Indiana
0: Jones game. But then they found out. And they were like, we're gonna buy him. <laughs> We're gonna buy Because they were gearing up to buy Bungie. Mm. And then they heard about this. And then they're like, nope, buy. And then Sony was like, well, now wait a dang second. <laughs> they went in and took, like, they plucked Bungie for themselves. It's clearly still multi platform, considering it's still on Xbox. I feel like Marathon was developed before they were being bought. Yeah, a lot of
1: the stuff is before they were bought.
0: Destiny 3 will be
1: PlayStation exclusive. (laughs) It will be PlayStation 5 exclusive because the next generation, they're looking or targeting at around 2028. So that was revealed too.
0: Oh, well these consoles are built like fucking PC. Like these things can last a while, I feel like. Especially the new one, like... Honestly, there was not a ton of reason to go from 4 to 5 as quickly as they did. But now, it's like 10 years later, and I still know a ton of people, including myself, that have old-gen shit. Like... <laughs> yeah, like, I... The, 20... the reason to move over to the new one has not happened yet. Yeah, 2028 20 is too early. I th- 2030 minimum. I'm sorry. <laughs> That means they're developing kits for the PS6. And, like, get your games out that, for the ps Five. That was another thing. Microsoft showed the
1: FTC um, evidence that PlayStation wasn't even giving dev kits out.
0: Oh, for Minecraft
1: and for stuff? For Minecraft, yeah, it was Minecraft. So, they're well, kind of salty about Minecraft,
0: I guess. They're like, fuck this stupid, fuck this. Fuck this, fuck this yeah, I don't know. But although Minecraft on console shit. So yeah, like, it is. It's, <laughs> it's just the console wars is just such a stupid debate. Like I, I don't know if this is real, but I saw a tweet that said Phil Spencer admitted that they oh, yeah. lost the console wars. <laughs> it's over. It's jo- But I'm like, they didn't. It's just <laughs> they didn't lose. Like the Series X and S. Had two year head start, and then Game Pass is like unlike anything out there, you know. I don't know. <laughs> like Ubisoft Plus just came out. Oh, let's go. It was originally called Uplay, right? No, it's Ubisoft Plus. Mm-hmm. They rebranded. You can get Ubisoft Plus
1: for a subscription service. You can get all their games. So. All.
0: Wait, what? So <laughs> so because I'm I'm scrolling the Microsoft store, right? Me and my wall and we're looking around and a ton of their games are popping up. Like, play with Ubisoft Play with Ubisoft play. I'm like, I don't wanna play it. <laughs> I don't wanna play. I don't really wanna like, play. Like it's not Assassin's that I don't want to play the Assassin's Creed series. Like the original, like four. Like the Ezio trilogy, three and like Black Flag, the OGs, I want to play, but like, I don't want Ubisoft. Yeah. Plus. I don't want Ubisoft. Plus. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I tried to, but the
1: second one is just so boring. <laughs> There's nothing to do. Even back then, their
0: worlds are just shit. Yeah, and the camera angle for Assassin's Creed ones awful. Like I tried, and it was bad. Just nothing. Fuck. Freak. No just one. Normal. It up a little. <laughs> Just put some shit in there.
1: <laughs> Is it so hard? Where's my giant kaiju fights? I, I need to be constantly stimulated. <laughs> <laughs> Average
0: TikTok. I need to be constantly
1: stimulated.
0: Just. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they drink caffeine. They drink 17 oh cans God. a day. <laughs> and then the effect wears off, and then they start losing their mind. <laughs> Red Bull doesn't work anymore. Red Bull doesn't give me wings. What? <laughs> <laughs> False advertisement. Go, will go broke. Go, will go, bro- go, well, go
1: broke. Go, will go broke, motherfuckers, when I rip out their spines. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, are you done with your news? Yeah. You know what would be funny one of these days? What? Maybe we could do it on the stream. I wanna, I wanna, like, do a tier list for, like, the fandom menace. All or the like, rank the fandom menace.
0: Ooh. Ooh, the quartering um neurotic and yellow flash too yellow
1: f- that gundam
0: geeks and, or, and no, gamers one <laughs> guy there's a lot of them out there there's quite a few we gotta th- we gotta throw in ben shapiro you yep, know yep, we gotta gotta throw in the the two ladies i don't know their names <laughs> <laughs> there's we one that, the two that star
1: wars girl and there's that other one
0: there's one that i ran across that gave she hulk a one out of ten And I'm like, I don't think it's that bad. (laughs) I don't think it's that bad. Just like, but like rank, I don't know how we rank them. Like rank them by like. Two. By by least shit to worst. Or like the the worst to the mega worst. To the (laughs) the mega worst. It's like they're all shit. (laughs) These are not as bad as the other ones. Yes, yes. So I have three reviews. And one of them is the one you, the movie recommend. Do you have any reviews outside the movie recommend?
1: Yeah, I have one. I guess I can sneak in there that I've been s- quietly playing. What's that? <laughs> oh, the Starship Troopers ext- extermination game. What? <laughs> what?
0: Anyhow, so do you what? want to do the movie recommend first or do the you, personal? Ones? Yeah, we can
1: do the movie recommended.
0: So you can you you start. It was <laughs> your it yeah. was your pick,
1: right? Uh, the, the day the Earth stood still yes you did to pick it why
0: did you pick it
1: i picked it because i'm in a sci-fi mood 50s sci-fi 50s sci-fi mood for some reason or any pre-star wars sci-fi
0: basically that's that's,
1: that's a better way to put it
0: but um yeah so i loved it i loved it (laughs) i liked it i loved it it gave me like I don't know how to... Just, like, every idea you think about when you think of 50s sci-fi is in this movie. I fucking love it Because it's, like, one of the OGs, man. 1951, bro. Like, this is before the blob, even. My guy. Like, this is one of the OGs. And, like, this is from the director of West Side Story and The Sound of Music. What the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me, and he would also later direct the first Star Trek movie, the motion picture, which was mid am <laughs> So I've heard. It's one of the weaker ones. Um, his direction is very good in this one. I loved just how like they framed how tall this fucking alien. Is. Like he's probably like six foot something, but how yeah. they frame him, he's just massive, and like. I loved all the practical effects on, like, the ship, the giant robot guy. I'm serious. I have one complaint in this entire movie, and it's the first time the robot picks up the lady, like, the first shot, when she's, like, next to all the chairs and stuff. There was very obvious wire work. They did not keyframe Or they forgot to, like, hide somehow. But, like, every other shot... In the movie, looks pretty gorgeous, but this one shot had wires in it to help hold the lady up that they didn't get rid of, um, and it was I was like, ooh, ooh, that's, ooh, that's kind of yucky, but like the rest of it's gorgeous. I love the cinematography. And I feel like this could have been in color, to be honest. It could have been, but maybe a remaster someday. Um, or AI, remaster. A, mm, mm, of course. Like the the robot's iconic though. Mm -hmm. the big the big old robots like iconic um i was i was i think what'd you think of the ending where he just sort of told all the scientists what happened and then he fled in his ship and it ended no i
1: i loved it because it's like ominous like he doesn't give too much info but he just basically like change your ways or you're all fucked
0: it's definitely
1: like like it's nihilistic but like there's still some hope there it's like but
0: they didn't (laughs) they probably didn't no, it's definitely one of those movies where, like, I was definitely waiting. Because, like, all I knew was the robot. And, like, that's it. I didn't know the story. So, or, so I was looking in. Yeah, so I was, like, watching it. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. It was very tense. I loved the score. Same composer of Taxi Driver. So Yeah. I, <laughs> um, I didn't know that much. I
1: didn't think it was a Fish Out of Water uh, Judgment Day story, but.
0: I just, it was. <laughs> I just knew it was different. I th- I loved that it wasn't too sci-fi. It was still very focused on the human element, how the alien looks human. He's trying to blend that... it in with humanity, and he's trying to help them. but he also understands that he has a mission.
1: That... That, that's what fell apart when they introduced those sci-fi elements in the third act, you know, with him being resurrected. Or whatever. Oh, but that like, was for a short like, amount of time. Yeah, that was kind of like... I uh, didn't
0: mind it. I kind of liked it. Because yeah. the sound design is fucking awesome. <laughs> it, just, it was so loud. <laughs> like Maybe I had it up way too much. I was like... It was like, fucking <sighs> hell. It was, like, hell. <laughs> it was so loud. Like, it was mixed pretty well. It has... Once you see Citizen Kane, you'll understand. But that kind of had an effect on movies afterwards for a long-ass time every shot of like the papers landing on the screen where they would like come up like those transitions started from citizen Kane. that was a big deal um like like there's a lot of techniques in here that's really well done i loved like when they're in the elevator the alien and the lady when he shuts off all the power and like only focuses on their eyes like it's really cool looking and sort of sets the tone very well because the story isn't a comedy like most foreshadow water stories yeah. it's very it's, it's sinister the whole time that's why they should make a parody of this movie that's funny There's Keanu Reeves movie <laughs> <laughs> that's the parody well, is he's... Keanu Reeves the alien <laughs> that's what I was questioning while watching it actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, is Keanu Reeves the alien in the reboot or, or is it just is... the
1: robot that's killing people because I've seen some clips but none with Keanu Reeves
0: Probably for the past. (laughs) Oh, let's go. Um, I do. I kind of loved the pacing. It's a very brisk 90 minutes. I never. I was never bored once. Like, how they kept revealing the information, how he kept trying to get humanity to just, like, get together once just to listen to his message. You could read a lot into it, or you could just take it as a it's a very anti-atomic movie i wouldn't say one of the first of its kind there were plenty in the 50s but like it was definitely one of the ones that was mainstream because most of the ones i think of from the 50s are not well known (laughs) but this one was like you're threatening violence and we are gonna have to make you stop or we're gonna fucking annihilate you (laughs) Or maybe the whole point is that they're going to annihilate themselves. And it's whoever would annihilate them first. <laughs> and I like the concept of the fact that they built the robots to force them to stop their own violence, almost. Like, I think that's an interesting idea. And I do wish they did a little more with it instead of revealing it in the last four minutes of the movie. But in the counter, Reeves one, it's a weapon of destruction. Well, it is a weapon of destruction, yeah, but, like, but
1: like it blows shit up. There's oh, no like peace. It's like
0: mm. just
1: constant destroy for explosions.
0: Mm, mm. So they miss the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's anti-violence. So I don't know. I think the kid actor wasn't bad. Surprising. Surprisingly I mean, Sometimes, it like
1: if but yeah, I,
0: I, I, over, I loved it. I, I really liked just the tone of the movie i loved the lighting the practical effects on the ship were dope as fuck i i think yeah outside of that one shot everything else looked pretty great the diamond thing wasn't truly explained i feel like there could have been a little more to that in terms of like why he had diamonds oh did you miss that did i miss it which which scene well they had He had diamonds because that's what they use for currency. Well, I mean, yeah, but but like, why he brought some? (laughs) Why why he brought some? And like, why? That's a good question. Why he brought (laughs) some? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or because like, and then he just kind of left it with the kid, because like the big thing in the third act is like the Tom guy is like going to all these places and he's like. He, I guess it's to deduce that he's an alien, but they already knew he was an alien. Like a couple people, it's so like they didn't really need to have that those scenes. Like if they didn't really need to, I guess. Like I didn't think it was bad yeah. because like I I liked how it built the tension and I loved the actual use of like military shit. How they had like tanks in like the shots or like they were driving tanks. It was fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> They had all like the armored vehicles and stuff. Like I think they could have definitely cheaped out with like props, you know. Something like Godzilla, they kind of pull back when they do that stuff. But like here, they they focus in on it. They have tanks everywhere. And the fucking artillery, they <laughs> like, shoot shit, you know. But I, I I like that there's only like two action scenes. If you could even call it wasn't that.
1: even really
0: an action. It's scene. not an action. So, I kind of loved it because, I don't know, this just feeds into my idea of why I love 50s sci-fi movies. Cuz they're they're kind of goofy, but if they're the good ones, they have a message to them. Yeah. They have a message to them. like
1: And plus like there's a difference between goofy like i assume you mean campy right oh there's a lot of camp yeah Yeah. like some of them are very like accidental camp or like camp that comes with time and like
0: camp that's forced in like like the blob took itself seriously but it's camp as fuck and that's why people love the blob (laughs) like godzilla the later ones the like the 60s ones they kind of tried to force the camp for kids and people didn't like it So there is a difference. But this one's not campy at all. Even like, I liked that the robot was just like a dude in a suit. But they definitely, they tried to have it like there was some weight to him. You know, I don't know. I just like how all the techniques were done. And when the UFO was in like the daylight and stuff, it was just like a light. I was curious how they did that. Because I was like, did they just put like a spotlight into the sky? You would have seen the rays building up to it. So I was curious what they did to have the UFO in the sky before it landed, like early in the in the movie. I like that kind of stuff. Anywho. do you have a rating? I don't know. Uh, if... Yeah,
1: I give it a eight. For I me, give... it fell apart in the third act until the speech. That was the main thing. Speech
0: so. is terrific. I honestly, I'm, I'm gonna give it like a nine and a half, maybe a but ten. I don't care. <laughs> I will say I love the themes, though, and, I, I, and the score. The score. Is the great. score stops. I I, I'm I'm giving it a ten. You want fuck you? I'm giving I, it a ten. You Give it a ten, girl. You ten, go, girl. Ten. Oh, you go, girl. You. I go, girl. Okay. Then, I saw the new Wes Anderson movie, Asteroid City. It's his best movie, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So, I didn't love it. I'm going to start here. I think it's probably in his bottom half of his catalog. And maybe I need to watch it a second time. But, like, there's, well, excuse you. <laughs> there's, like, a difference in, like, who I follow. There's, like, people that are giving it, like, fives that don't like it at all. There's people that are giving it, like, nines and think it's one of his best. I fall in the middle. I think, like yes, it is very well crafted. It's Wes Anderson, like that's 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 like a blank state. That's like a wet take, and it's like a cold take, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, his movies look good. <laughs> his movies look good. Um, I think the biggest issue for me was just how they made a story that could have been kind of simple into a complicated mess so it's a movie right you're watching a movie and when the movie starts you are watching a tv show about a play and then you're seeing the people in the play play it's like the movie where they're in the town like when they're in the town and they're doing all the stuff that's a play And you pull out and you see the actors trying to make the play. And you pull out further, it's Brian Cranston on his TV show. You pull out and it's us watching the movie. Like, there's a lot of layers to it. (laughs) It's really complicated (laughs) for no reason. It could have just been the play, but the fact that they had the TV show, the fact that Brian Cranston is like breaking the fourth wall sometimes by going into the play. But he's supposed to be on the TV show. So he wouldn't have been in the play at all. He would have been not even in the development of the play when we see that in the movie. He would have just been on the TV show. It's so like, why the fuck was he in the play? <laughs> and, like, also, every character kind of sounds the same. Some people have brought this up in their other movies. I didn't think so. In most of his other movies, I can still hear a a specific voice for different people. But this one, everyone sounds the same. (laughs) Like, outside of maybe Steve Carell, every character sounds like Wes Anderson. And just... It felt off. Because, like, everyone was, like, talking really fast. And everyone was, like, miserable and sad. And it kind of felt... Off. Because, like, no character... Felt like they had a different feeling than the others. Almost, I'm still confused. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, about like the structure? Because
1: I thought it was, I I thought it was just gonna be like a Wes Anderson movie. No, (laughs) (laughs) no. (laughs) Just like I, I haven't seen that much of his catalog, but I assume a majority of them are just like simple.
0: I think the most complicated one is French Dispatch.
1: is an anthology,
0: but it's just three stories in a newspaper. Like, that's pretty easy to follow. This one's, like, watching Brian Cranston's TV show about the play, and then you're seeing the people that are making the play do the play, and you're watching the play. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's just like, what? I mean, there's really no reason for it. And, yeah, most of everyone sounds the same. There's, like, music numbers that hop in, and they're like, okay... And, I don't know, this movie didn't sit right with me after I watched it. Maybe I need to see it again, but it wasn't that funny either. There were a couple of jokes, but like, my favorite part of the movie is when the alien shows up. Because I like the lighting, and I like the stop motion that they used on the alien.
1: My favorite part of the movie was when they showed
0: Scarlett Johansson's booba. And... Of that <laughs> and they show up a pg-13 but it's like in a mirror so it's like blurry oh. that's how they get away with it <laughs> um they like fake out suicide as a joke at one point that's kind of did that that was weird um, like the movie people are like oh it's a it's a great look about grief and i'm like is it? <laughs> Is it? What? Someone died? So, the... I thought it was
1: about a TV show, but the guy was making the TV show. No, so the play. Like play. He's adapting the play in a TV show. No. And then we're watching the play, but then... I'm so confused. You'd
0: have to watch it. And even then, you'd still be confused. I don't know. Like, so, okay. In the the play itself, like, where it's all in color... Right? That's the play. In the play, the family, the main family, the wife or the mom is dead. And so the whole point of the Christopher thing Nolan movie <laughs> is like, is about like grief and like silent grief. But I'm like, what? <laughs> no one grieves. They kind of just sit around and talk about existential shit because there's an alien. But it's like a comedy but like they cut away a lot. It should have just been about aliens. <laughs> it should have been. Also, the alien design is fucking dope. He's just like a skinny guy, and he's like he's like tall. He's probably like eight feet tall. He's got like beady eyes, but like he's a funny alien because <laughs> like he 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 lands above this crater to pick up a, like the asteroid. Like, the rem- rem- remnants of it. And he, like, poses for a picture. Because he's funny. <laughs> and then he leaves. And then at the end of the movie, he drops it. He gives it back. And it's, like, marked. But they never explain the markings. Like, what? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it's a bomb! It's a bomb. No, it's not a It's a, a metaphor bomb. for grief. <laughs> it's <so> a <bad. laughs> And, like, Margot Robbie's in it for, like, a minute. And like she's hot as fuck, but my wife. Hey, don't you can't say that about my wife. (laughs) What? That she's hot. (laughs) Yeah, only I can see. Only I can see. But like, apparently, I don't know. Because like, there's way too many characters. Not like a ton of them feel the same. And then like we get to like Edward Norton, who's like the writer of the play, and like he's he's confused. He's like confused how he's gonna like like end it, and then like. They have, like, a fucking cult chant at one point where everyone's like, you can't fall asleep if you were never awake," <laughs> And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, like, the alien shows up in the suit, and I'm just really confused. <laughs> this movie's a, it's kind of a mess in terms of structure. So, anywho. You might think I might hate it. I don't hate it. I love the look. I love... <laughs> Like outside of. Wes Anderson. But here's the thing. He has terrific needle drops. And there's some pretty terrific needle drops in this movie, right? Some some of the performances were good, despite the dialogue, right? For example, Willem Dafoe is in it for about like a minute. He's like one of the best parts of the movie. As he always is. Like, uh, well, okay. Because like, there's like 50 billion people in this movie. So I'm going to list off a couple. I think Tom Hanks was a pretty great addition for a a Wes Anderson movie. He kind of fits like a Gene Hackman role, almost. Um, Very good. I liked him a lot. I think the kid actors were okay. They could have been better. I've seen better Wes Anderson kid roles. Um, Jeffrey Wright's pretty great, as always. (laughs) Um, Margot Roddy. Was probably the best part of the movie, in terms of performances. For like the minute she's in it, it's she's like be the best part.
1: <laughs>
0: we'll get to there when we get to there. <laughs> My fourth v- prediction. My third, four. My third Oscar predictions will happen in August, once Barbie and Oppenheimer are out. Oppenheimer. Oppen-pooper. I'll give it a, I'm going to give it a 7. But like a light 7. It's one of his weakest. I don't get what the hype is when people are giving it like 9 out of 10. It's because it's Wes Anderson. I thought I was crazy for like giving French Dispatch a 10 when no one else was. And I gave it a 10. And I'm like, fuck you, I love it. And then I get to this one and I'm like... <laughs> It's just not for me. We'll see about his roll Dahl one this year, I guess. I feel like it's like... Uh, from what I've seen, I
1: feel like his is a lot like Ghibli's lineup, where everyone's just kind of mixed on their favorites, or what there is There in.
0: isn't, like, a definitive.
1: Like, their first one is, like, their favorite.
0: probably no. Like that. Oh, the first one they see? The
1: first one they see. They'll be well, nice.
0: see, that doesn't count for me, because I watched it in his release order. And yeah. I think Bottle Rocket is his worst. <laughs> um... But, I do... uh, Where did I put it out of his 11? Let me check. I think I have it at like 8 out of 11, maybe. Give me a moment. Here. I I have it 8 out of 11. I, I have it above Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, and Moonrise Kingdom. What's the lowest rated movie? Oh, on Letterbox. On Letterbox, On Letterboxd, his lowest rated is Bottle Rocket. And it's my lowest rated as well. Like 2.2. 2. It's 3.5. Wow,
1: so it's not that bad.
0: No. I gave it like a 6. He doesn't have a bad movie. Which is hard to say for most people. I think even Tarantino has like a mediocre movie. But, my favorite is still probably French Dispatch. I don't know what that says about me as a person. But like, <laughs> I think that probably is my favorite. You hate the French. You like the French people. Is that? <laughs> Anyhow, French. Dispel- I give it a seven and ten. So. so okay, you do your sneak review of oh. S- S- Starship <laughs> Trooper. Yeah,
1: they like two months ago they released a new game, Starship Troopers Ex- Extraction or Extermination. I don't even remember the name of it. It's um. <laughs> It's like Helldivers, if you know what that is. (laughs) You just shoot waves of enemies as you build a base Mm. with matchmake members, but it's like a massive, like, 20 PvE game. Like, there's, like, teams of four. There's, like, five teams of four, so it's, like, 20 players. Nice. And you pretty much just sit there and defend your base from the bugs. Like, the one seen in Starship Troopers. That's it so far. It's an early access. Mm. But... Yeah, there's not really that much to it. There's some potential. But, I... the Monetizing
0: potential? Yeah, that mm-hmm. too.
1: There's also... There's there's issues with... Uh, uh, sometimes the matches can last too long. If you get into, like, a game mode with, like... Or a random a game mode with, like, eight different matches, it, eight different objectives, it can be, like... No joke, like, 40 minutes. And that's way too long for me. So... Mm-hmm hopefully that's not going to be the game the best parts though because it has push to talk when people played the music from the movie or when they were role-playing because a lot of it's cringe (laughs) (laughs) and they sound like 50 year old guys i'm like ah fuck (laughs) get on the ship because at the end you have to get back on the ship but you can't be revived so you get fucking slaughtered but in order to extract you have to you have to get everyone on or wait for the timer to run down. So that that that's probably the best part when the music starts blaring and people are screaming and getting fucking slaughtered. Pot. Don't help me! <laughs> no man gets left behind except for you. <laughs>
0: it's not right do. <laughs> don't leave me. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Somebody help me. Yo. Okay.
1: That those are those are moments I'm there for in multiplayer games when. People are role playing. And they, awfully... just, <laughs> they
0: just let yeah, a man no brain, die. It's no like, brain. we leave no man left behind except for this guy. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> <laughs> he's like running. He's like, hes like the ship's right there. There's like, take off, take off, take <laughs> <laughs> <leave> off!
1: <laughs> or there are moments of people all the way across the other map having one last stand and like, take off without me, but then a whole other squadron comes in and saves them. But they all
0: die anyways. <laughs> That's what ha- should happen in a movie, right? Yeah. So, like, they have the last stand, and then they have, like, the backup. And, like, we're here to save... Sit- <laughs> oh, no, then- so, there's, like, four people doing a last stand, and then a squad of, like, six comes in to save them, and then all ten. 10- <laughs> <laughs> no, man,
1: good <get> slap
0: behind. <laughs> but, like, we would... It'd be, like, in the third act. You'd bait people into thinking everyone would get out, and then not a single one lives... It's the horrors of war. <laughs> the horrors of war. What would you give it in oh, in terms of early access? I, I'd experience? give it
1: a six. It's fun, but there's not that much. It has it. its moments. It has it has its moments. There's it a little would, something for everyone. I, would, I wouldn't say it call it mid, but it's like it's, it's close it's to just, mid. It's just not mid.
0: It's okay. So I don't know. I talked about playing Dead by Daylight last week, but it continued to play Dead by Daylight. I'm so shit at the killer.
1: <laughs> I've been wanting to get into it. but I
0: I'm am not. way better as survivor. survivor. <laughs> um, yeah, but in terms of killers... There was like a free one. So there was like a bunny lady with an axe. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I, the tactics that survivors use as killers... Is so fucking annoying. So like they run in circles like endlessly just like baiting basically there's like people that like wait for you to like run close enough so they can hit you with the thing (laughs) and then like true yeah or like so like you back off when they do it and then like you run in circles and then they drop it or like they vault or like there's people that like hop back and forth between (laughs) windows like, being a survivor as a killer is fucking shit. <laughs> like, like you're just trying to kill him, and then just like, nope, nope. <laughs> like, it's so frustrating. But, like, that's the point, though. And the flashlight makes me want to fucking die. <laughs> Do they blind you? They blind they you, you, and, like, people? you have someone, and then, like, you are forced to drop them. But, like, there was this match... Where someone used all of their flashlight. And they, I sat there for like 20 seconds. Just stunned. <laughs> so I'm just like... I'm just like... I couldn't even move! Like, once I was blinded, I moved. And then they immediately flashed me again. So I'm just like sitting here fucking waiting for them to run out. Just so I can hunt them when they're done. And like... Sometimes a match is cool. Like, I was in one where... Like, I don't know, certain tactics need to be used as a killer, bro. That and the DLC is bullshit. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> the DLC is the DLC. bullshit. Like, oh my fucking god. Nemesis? I will not stop. Nemesis is a... Yeah, Nemesis sucks. Doesn't he place zombies around
1: the map? And yeah. then, does he use his tentacle stuff too? He can, like, grab
0: you from a <laughs> It's
1: really bad. Plus the zombies... And
0: he's so map. fast. He's faster than you. <laughs> like some... Like normally the killers are faster than you. But you're able to like juke them. You can't even juke the guy. <laughs> like there's people that teleport. Like fucking Jason Voorhees. And then like... Like when I was fighting against Freddy Krueger. It was easy. It was easy. But then you have fucking Nemesis. And he, he makes me want to die. I, don't know. I like playing a survivor though because i i got far enough in my blood web on my one character and I, th- I think my character's at like 36 or something fucking nuts like i'm sitting there doing my thing i have something called scaredy cat it's a perk where when you look at it it like lights up once they're within like 32 meters of you and like th- a second thing will show up when it's red Basically, the closer it gets, the more the fucking perk is freaking out. So, like, I've been using that to my advantage. <laughs> so different survivors have different perks as well? Kind of, yeah. Well, like, Or, like, a lot of them have, like, similar ones. But it's just how you want to have your build. Yeah, because we fought a guy... Oh, I forgot which match I was in. But all four of us were alive. But because, like, we used teamwork and the power of friendship like I feel like almost every match survivors are on a call except for me right I'm just kind of sitting here doing stuff and you can just tell they're coordinating like you can just tell it and I'm like well I wish I could join it (laughs) because like I feel like I'm out of the loop (laughs) especially when I'm like the killer like you just know there's like four friends that just are on a call (laughs) they're like come here come here come here come here (laughs) and like they have like, t- like go around! I'll,
1: I'll distract them! I think it would be funnier though if they weren't on a call and they're all just don't know what the fuck they're
0: doing. The new Easy Dub. Easy Dub. <laughs> that is. Yeah. You know, I've only had like a couple W's as a killer. I've had more as a survivor than I have as a killer. I'm just gonna admit that now. Most people want to be the killer because it's cool to hunt and do all that stuff. I honestly am preferring Survivor because. Like, it, it's so tense, especially with, like, my, my scaredy-cat thing. Like, I'm doing a generator, and then that pops up. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then, like, it starts turning red. I'm like, shit, 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 shit. And I have to, like, run. And, like, you're trying to, like, do, like, weaving and shit. And you're trying to vault over or whatever. Like, it's... The chases are so much fun. I'll never not be a fan of the chases in this game. They're so good. For me, I think I won't like playing the killer because of the pressure.
1: Because there's a lot of pressure. If you're a bad killer, they're not gonna have fun playing the game.
0: No. So <laughs> that's why I wouldn't be the killer because I know I'd be shit at it. And well, I'd like, but bad. the only way to get better is to play it. That but like, you're gonna be but... shit. <laughs> you I know, don't know, that I feel first. like Dead by Daylight's full of sweats. It is full of sweats. I will be buying Nick Cage though. <laughs> I will be buying I Nick Cage survivor. I will be Leon S. Kennedy. You have to spend ten dollars. <laughs>
1: I just want to be Leon. He comes with Nemesis
0: and Jill. Jill. What Lisa. a weird combo! <laughs> they had Stranger Things, but I can't find it. Oh I yeah, can't they, find I think things. they lost
1: the license for Stranger Things.
0: Fuck Because so. that was one of the big ones. I was so excited to like play as the fucking frat guy and get incinerated, but like I couldn't find. It. I couldn't find it. Oh, well, <laughs> the Demogorgon would have been a fucking neat killer, though, honestly. I thought it was, oh, yeah. Isn't it a killer? It is yeah. a killer, but, like, you can't buy it anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, bullshit. We lost the license. I remember that being a deal.
1: And, uh... Uh... Wesker has Ebola, right, in the game? Ebola, he does have Ebola. He has his (laughs) Ebola abilities. That's not a joke. That virus is of Ebola origin. Ebola. That's why Resident Evil 5
0: is so racist. (laughs) Wow. No. I, anyhow. It's fun. And I've been popping on every so often to to do a couple of matches. But, like, you have to buy the bottle pass. Like, normally in Battle Passes, you don't have to buy the free version. You have to buy it even to get the free shit. Uh-huh. Like, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> like, you... what would normally be the free shit? But, like, why even have the free shit tier if, like, you have to buy it anyway? <laughs> what do you get, like, from that? like, cosmetics? Or, like, it is cosmetics, perks, like, currency ones? in terms of, like, blood points. Because that's how you do the blood web stuff to get, like, your other perks or the add-ons and stuff. I still don't know how a lot of the game works. Like, I don't know what offerings do. But, like, people put in offerings, and then I put in offerings. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, certain, like, <laughs> items you have, you lose if you lose the match. Like, it's, it's like, a whole thing. <laughs> you have to, like, constantly be playing the game to keep getting shit. And I feel like I'd rather just want to keep my stuff. Like, you can keep your perks, but in terms of, like, items and add-ons and, like, offerings... If you lose a match, you lose it all. <laughs> I feel like that's probably what the game was originally. You keep everything, but
1: now that it's a big game.
0: <laughs> I do think one day, probably like 2025, they'll have Jason Voorhees. And then they'll have the main four. And, then and that'll be like a big deal. And then they'll lose the
1: license to one of them right before they get Jason. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
0: a huge. That was a big crossover before Fortnite. What was Dead by Daylight? It is, Daylight. or it was. <laughs> it still is though. They're fucking adding shit, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what I've, is this thing? I've seen all the uh, trailers for announcing all
1: the characters. Though.
0: You've seen them all? Yeah. I've seen some. I, I think, don't care too much. They're yeah. like okay. No, I think the scream one's great. It's like, oh, when you sit in the groceries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one just is pretty fucking good. kills. Yeah. That, that, like one's pretty good. that one's pretty good. That one's pretty good. Yeah. But I played another video. I bought both Batman Telltale games. Oh. And I played the first season. And I'm not gonna lie, this is probably the worst one I've played. (laughs) I remember hearing it was, like, one of the better ones, but. I. uh, I'm gonna start off by saying it's. Like, it's called the Complete Edition when I bought it. And I have all five episodes this time. I didn't get cucked. I don't know if I told this story, but I didn't get cucked like last time when I bought the season pass. I have everything, but when it shows up on my Xbox, it's not called the Complete Edition. It's called Batman Episode 1, Realm of Shadows. Like, it's the first episode. It's like, it's already buggy. (laughs) Like, this game is notorious for kind of being a buggy mess for some people. And it's a buggy mess for me. Because, like, some characters, like, you had the choice to either meet Renee Montoya or Harvey Dent. In episode three, I went to see Renee Montoya. Her model didn't even fucking show up. I, you know what's weird? I didn't have those issues on the Switch. No? The fucking Switch. <laughs> right? Or, like, sometimes the camera was way too zoomed in on Bruce Wayne. And it was glitching. You could see his fucking teeth. And the inside of his head. There's, like, glitches where, like, smoke effects don't show up. So it's just, like, white. It's, like, covering people's faces and, like, background textures. It's just white. (laughs) Like, Like, Commissioner's cigarettes, the smoke effects didn't show up. It was, like, the placeholder of just white. (laughs) And never got fucking patched in. (laughs) Or, like... Like, dialogue doesn't show up sometimes. Subtitles don't show up sometimes. Like, it is a giant buggy mess.
1: What the fuck did you do?
0: I didn't do anything! I bought it and I downloaded it. Like, I <laughs> don't... <man. laughs> and, like, I started playing Season 2. No issues. Literally no issues. I'm not talking about Season 2. one. I'm talking about Season 1. Right? Like... And I knew the whole story going in. Similar to, like, Wolf Among Us. And, like, (laughs) Among Us. And, like, Walking Dead. I kind of knew everything going in. And, like, every playthrough I saw of it, they were trying to be nice guys. So I went shitty human route. And it was fucking great. (laughs) Like, the shit that Bruce Wayne would say. The shit that Batman would say. It was so fucked. I kind of love it. Like, I'm just telling people to fuck off. I'm telling people that, like, their parents deserve to die. Like, I'm such so a shitty human. Like, in the last episode, I had to fight Penguin at his park. And I had to distract him. So I said that his mom deserved to get, him, <laughs> to be, get put in Arkham Asylum she fucking deserved to die and <laughs> like fucking hey man what a lie but, like I just did that the entire game <laughs> like when <laughs> Lady Arkham was holding Catwoman hostage with like the serum I just said go ahead do it holy shit <laughs> So you did romance Catwoman. I did. She oh, just did? Fr- like ignored me, and like at the end when I stopped her to get like my skeleton key back, I just told her that she's nothing more than a thief. <laughs> like I was a shitty. Person. I don't. I don't think you'll be able to get her back in the second. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I went the shitty human route, and I'm very glad I did. Like the first episode, every choice I had to be bad, I didn't. <laughs> So, like, I broke the guy's arm for no reason. I smashed his head with the fucking crowbar. I shanked um, Falcone. Batman does kill. (laughs) I shanked Falcone in the gut. I let Alfred's eye get fucking blown out. And now he has an eye patch. Like, I was a shitty person. What do you think of man's killing rule? (laughs) And, like, I found it funny that I, like, I don't kill people, but then I torture them anyway. Or, like, in episode three, when after the Rene Montoya thing, I had to go meet Harvey in the alleyway. And the cop was like, I bet you wouldn't have let him off so easy. He's like, I wouldn't. I would have tortured him. Like I said, I would have fucking torture him. And the cops like, of course you would (laughs) Like, the cops in the city hate me. It's fucking great. I let Harvey become Two-Face. Because I knew the path of saving Selena. And then when I fought Harvey, I like, brutalized him. I like, set his half on fire. (laughs) I was a shit human. And I loved it. I laughed a ton. At both the glitches and just how unfinished it was, and I also laughed at just the choices of being evil Batman. <laughs> like it was pretty great. Like when uh, Oswald Cobblepot is taking my job, instead of being nice at all, I punched him twice. <laughs> like you you're you're able to like be nice, but I just fucking socked him twice in the face, like. I was so evil and I loved it. I, I have no regrets with <laughs> the path that I took. I was just a shitty person. I tried to <laughs> start with violence at every point. Start with violence and with death. And like, it's kind of what I did with Michonne because I didn't give a shit. So in Michonne, I just tried to violently kill or make every situation worse. That's what I did with Batman. And I've never seen some of the dialogue before for Evil Batman. Because no one does that route. So I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> and it was so fucking funny. Yeah, I was always aggressive. I was... N- I never... I don't think I ever once was like... when Okay, so in the game you can sleep with Selena and then Harvey shows up. Either way, you're going to get caught. But instead of trying to de-escalate or trying to hide in the bedroom... The moment he walked into the door, I <laughs> no. walked out of the bathroom. I walked out of the bedroom. And then I scolded him and then told him it was his fault. <laughs> and then every time I could have de escalated it, I was like, Bring it on! And I was just trying to start a fight. And then I would, yeah, it would always be an asshole. Like, it was so good. Bring it on! Bring it on! <laughs> like, was such a dick, and I kind of love it. Maybe you are the reason
1: why villains exist in Gotham.
0: <laughs> yeah. And instead of repairing Bruce Wayne's image at the end of the story, I just went in as Batman. <laughs> I left Bruce Wayne's arc unfinished. <laughs> and then, <laughs> the start of the new game, they don't mention it, so it didn't even matter. Like. I kind of loved it, but it's also, like, one of the worst ones. I like the Vicky Vale twist, if it weren't so obvious. Like, once I knew, oh, it's Vicky Vale, you just kind of immediately realize, oh, like, when you, like, play it again. It's so obvious that she's just trying to pry you for info. She's like, go to this place. And then Lady Arkham's there. And it's like, wow, who's just seen that?
1: I, I always thought she was, like, the sheep in Zootopia, just the blatantly obvious choice. And, I... and
0: you were like, "Please don't be her." And then it yeah. was. So I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> i like, oh, yeah. no." I I give it like a like a six because it's funny. This <laughs> was like, funny. I don't know if I played it again. Like there were like a couple choices where I tried to be like nice. If I played it again, I would go even worse. <laughs> You can either put Harvey in Arkham Asylum, because I just wanted to see him when I was chasing Lady Arkham, but the worst choice is having an unhinged, unstable man thrown in prison, and I should have gone with Blackgate instead of Arkham for, like, the worst choice. Like, or there was, like, the second episode where Harvey's like, listen, I kind of have to trash you, but can you still, like, fund me? I said, yeah, sure, I'll still fund you. But I should have said, fuck you. and <laughs> just, like, not funded him. Like, there's so many good choices that I missed. I gotta keep being evil. <laughs> I'm very excited for the new one. Because I've only seen one playthrough, and it's been a while. I'm not sure what every episode's about. I think this, about. the second one's better than the first. That's what I've heard. That, and it's probably gonna be less of a mess. <laughs> um, I like the art style in the new one, too. It's pretty cool. I'm excited to be an asshole to everyone again. I'm gonna be like, call me Kat. I think it's gonna be much better for the second one to be an asshole. But I'm because very. Like, people
1: constantly try to be nice, like the Joker, but you just constantly just. <laughs> just fuck wanna you. Wanna push him over the edge. <laughs> it's like, become the Joker, bitch. And I think if you're evil, you get to romance Harley. Ayo? Hey, so, Ayo? <laughs> hey, and I think that's one of the reasons why Joker can go crazy.
0: I am down for that. I, th- I think. I know he can get. Pissed about it, or oh, or yeah, I don't know. I'm just ready to be, like the Telltale games are so easy to be an asshole, and I kind of like yeah. The trip become human and like until dawn and stuff. Or until dawn's pretty easy to be an asshole, but like those games specifically for me, it felt like you wanted the good ending because it was a challenge to get the good ending. You know, like it's easy to be an asshole, but to get the good ending, you gotta try. You gotta try. <laughs> Right, but like in Telltale, it's easy to be the good guy because you just hit a choice and you're like, "I'm the a good guy." But like they always tell you not to do the bad option, so you go for the bad option every time.
1: Please don't blow up the building. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. like the black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's the e- black and white. M- black. And white. <laughs> we need more black and white. <laughs> be the asshole they think you are. It reminds me, yeah, it's like, it's like Fallout 3. Nuke the town? Don't nuke the town. <laughs> nuke. Nuke.
0: <laughs> oh. I choose? I choose, hmm. Interesting. I choose nuke. So, are we done with reviews? So before we get... It's another Prime. N- it's not. Jake Paulers, we did not get anything <laughs> Or Logan Paul. Yeah, it's Instead we produce. are back to Zolt. This time we have white peach. Oh, man. I am okay I, with this flavor. I actually I,
1: like. <laughs> after I had that prime, I was
0: actually on the shitter for a bit. I didn't even finish. it. I didn't either. I think I maybe had like half, maybe
1: half. But like the next couple days, like I just, I just had issues. <laughs> it was bad.
0: <laughs> no, I don't know if
1: there was something else I ate or
0: something, but I I'm blaming. Logan Paul. So this is the fourth yeah. Zoa flavor. We had Tropical Punch. We had Orange. And I think we had a Cherry flavor as well. So this is pink. So it's a pink one. I'm cur- I actually am okay with these Zoas. I, there are worse. Yeah, they're not. So let's, let's them. try it. As someone that likes Peach, I'm okay with this. I kind of like this. I'm not a big fan of Peach. No? But so what do you think okay. of that? Like, it's peach okay. juice is fine.
1: It's just, well, this is peach just peach
0: juice, juice. Yeah. It's just like... Yeah. It doesn't feel like heart attack in a cam, So, I'm okay with it. I give it. them credit for that. Yeah. Um. So, we're now going to begin. Because, like, last episode, I thought we only talked about Game Awards for, like, 30 minutes. We talked about it for, like, an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't even do predictions. Like, we just talked about Game Awards. So, today we're going to do version 3 predictions. First, it was in January, then it was in March, and now it's late June and we're doing our third one. I just have the top
1: 8, the top 10 contenders. This was before before um before Final Fantasy 16. So that means Hogwarts Legacy is knocked out. Oh, do you have yours? Like did you do or like Yeah, I Leg- just found a screenshot so I, so yeah, the last, um, this is just by Metacritic scores. So Jedi Survivor at 85, and then Octopath Traveler 2 is at 86. I believe, is 16 still at 86, or is it at 88? Final Fantasy 16 is at 88. It's at 88, okay. Yeah. So then Hi-Fi Rush is 87. Diablo 4 is at 88. Except
0: if it's the Xbox version, which is at 91. Zelda went up high. to 96 again. Just want to let you know. Um, RE6, both versions are now at 92. One of them was at 93. Um, yeah, D- Dead Space Remake, there's like two or three versions in the top 20. Yeah, right now. Dead Space is like, I genuinely
1: think Dead Space is going to be up there. Like, it's not going to be like a huge competitor, but it's
0: it's like, up there. When you think about what games can get nominated for, right there has been one example in the modern era where a game gets two nominations including game of the year and that's metroid dread but that's only because it came out late yeah if it had like a month longer it could have gotten into like score or sound or like a ton of other categories you know think about metroid prime remastered then that is a remaster not a remake so i don't think that counts Because they have nominated remakes. But remasters have been a no-no so far. Um, That is kind of cheating. My top six. I don't know if this is your top six. My top six. Zelda. RE4. Spider-Man 2. Starfield. FF-16. Street Fighter 6. This is my top six. I do not have Armored Core 6. No Alan Wake 2 no diablo 4 no hogwarts legacy no dead space remake i feel like my top six is pretty decent i feel like because like you're telling me the one of the highest rated fighting games of the past decades not gonna get in like what <laughs> they nominated smash and that was at 90. no <laughs> Now, Street Fighter 6 is at 92, and you're telling me it's not going to? Like, bullshit. Yeah. Like, not. Nah, it's getting it. Even the person
1: personally, I didn't think was, Street Fighter 6 was a 92 out of 100. But
0: what? Whatever. No, like... Yeah. Like, yeah. when it comes... Like, Metacritic is a very vital asset when it comes to these things. Like, basically, we're just waiting on Starfield and Spider-Man. And maybe Armored Core. In terms of, like, ratings. Because everything else, I don't think, has a shot. Boulder's Gate 3, no
1: shot. No, that's at the end of the year. So that's probably not. Isn't that in, like, September or August? I don't really remember.
0: I don't have any faith in Star Wars Jedi Survivor.
1: Again? Well, I mean, people played it for a long time. I'm torn between Survivor and...
0: Oh, so what's your top six?
1: Oh, well... Yeah, Zelda, RE4 remake, uh, uh Dead Space Diablo four. Oh, you do have Diablo? Uh and well and Diablo four. And then I don't know, Hi Fi Rush or Jedi Survivor.
0: I don't know. So no Street Fighter Six, I no Spider Man or Starfield? <laughs> no, that
1: that's that's the thing. There's a lot, so like I'll have to wait for those to come out, but right now like these are like my top ones. So your because six is I'm, way different than mine. Yeah, because
0: mine are just ones that have came out so far. Oh so. You're not predicting yeah. the other ones? Well yeah. you gotta predict I don't the know. other ones. I
1: don't know if Starfield's gonna be mid. I don't know if Spider Man two is gonna be like ninety six or if it's gonna be like eighty nine. There
0: is a difference. But but I don't know. I I have faith in those two games in particular. There's no indie games this year. That's why. That's a sad fact. There's no indie. I think games
1: Hi-Fi Rush is that indie replacement, though.
0: but like, when like it no... came out early in the year, like it was a big deal. Yeah, January. <laughs> no yeah, one... January, no one's deal. talking about it now. I'm yeah. sorry. Like was, stray. Deal when like when it comes, when, when we talk about like games, like indie games that get in, they are like talked about all year. I. hear not a soul talking about Hi-Fi Rush, and they're like.
1: I don't I mean, on my side, I do. On my side of Twitter, I do. People are still
0: really <laughs> yeah, cause like it's getting how... updates. Still, I guess. Okay, that's like a couple people. Because, yeah. like, I don't know. Maybe de- it's just like a cult following that I magically ended up being in without playing. it. I think a big one Your that game? could get in is Forza Motorsport. You might think I'm crazy, but the last Forza won three game awards, and if it's just as good, it could get those same three. And then, like, maybe climb into, like, Game of the Year or something. (sighs) This year's such a great year for gaming, bro. Like. That's why RE4 should win. See, if Starfield gets in, I don't know if this counts as the first Xbox exclusive. Or if it's another Bethesda one. To get into. Game of the Year. Because people have talked about, like,. Oh, PlayStation, Nintendo get in so many times. This is Xbox bias. But it's like, because they own Bethesda and Starfield gets in, is that an Xbox nomination? Or is that a Bethesda nomination? I feel like that's more Bethesda. That's what my guess would be. Because like when Deathloop got in, it counted as not a PlayStation 1. It counted as a Bethesda 1. Yeah, cuz they just bought
1: exclusivity rights, so you just kind of have to think they the same was for Starfield.
0: Although it's permanently on Xbox. <laughs> yeah. 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 I I feel like my top 6 is super solid. But there's still, yeah, like Alan Wake 2 I think could be big, especially because I think it's going to get into like performance and stuff. Like it could get into a couple of things. I think Armored Core 6 this is going to be hard to ignore, although it is coming out in August, and it's going to be a very select group of people that are going to, like, latch onto it, because it's not Elden Ringy, you know. Let's see, that, that... Armored Core is where everything goes out the
1: window for me, because, like, there are so many great games that I hear great things about this year that I haven't tried yet, but, like, like I want other games to have a shot besides Zelda and Street Fighter 6, I mean... Not the
0: One fighting was. game nominated ever. <laughs> I, mean, I think Street Fighter 6 needs to get in I, this year. Yeah. We could have a very diverse lineup. So if we're stuck with, like, Hogwarts Legacy, oh, I'm going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be fucking pissed.
1: Hogwarts Legacy does not deserve to be in the nomination category. I'm sorry. To be in the top six of the year. It doesn't even deserve to be in the top ten.
0: It deserves to be in like the bottom five. Like a Gollum tier shit. Okay. Pikmin four, I think, is gonna get a couple things. But it might just be like the like a filler game. Yeah. yeah, like it might be a filler game wulan fallen destiny is gonna get like rpg <laughs> it's gonna get like rpg and like that's it yeah it'll be the it'll be
1: the last rpg they show up for the nominations so because, we'll because of the w because
0: w and then we're like oh, yeah. uh oh, yeah, assassin's yeah. creed mirage should have to be a miracle for this to get in um i think diablo 4 is my number 10 on my lineup because i think diablo 4's really good ratings and the fact that it's a different kind of game that's getting in really compels me. But it's considering like the track record of the game awards, doing new and interesting shit is not up their alley. <laughs> so like I'm very like I'm tempted to put it in.
1: But I don't you,
0: think it's going
1: to That's why it's Zelda or Final Fantasy sixteen because you have RE4, action and adventures- get it. That's a survival horror game. You have Yeah, action adventure, have Action Adventure, you have fits action in that adventure or you have
0: a game with cutscenes constantly that's an RPG with quotes. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um I don't think Mortal Kombat 1's going to get in. I know the game awards love Nether Realm, but this is this is Capcom's year. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is this, a, is this is this is I Capcom's year. It's Capcom's year. And now they're gonna announce a Dead Rising remake after I bought all the phone and I'm gonna shoot. <laughs> no, pockets. all right so Pockers. direction this is an even tougher category because it's five instead of six and the track record of one of the nominees not being in game of the year has been a hundred percent constant so now i have to look at my game of the year list and be like okay so two of these can't be here <laughs> in direction which two do i which four do i value more in direction I think Zelda, Starfield, Spider-Man, and RE4 are the four that I value the most. And I'm going to say FF sixteen and star and Street Fighter miss. And my direction lineup I put in Diablo four. Diablo four? For
1: direction,
0: yes. Oh.
1: Because I would I would put final fantasy 16 over diablo 4 okay but because but <laughs> because of the combat mostly sure. but i i don't know how journalists are feeling
0: about that because i feel like i don't know because like when you look at the four that's supposed to correlate between gody and direction you're like which ones do i value the most i don't think street fighters getting director this year I, like, I don't know if I should keep Starfield in or Final Fantasy in. Does Spider Man miss? I don't fucking. Well, know. I mean, the only way to does RE four miss? That'd be nuts.
1: <laughs> RE four misses. I'm going to go over to Jeff Keeley's house and I'm going to go, Jeff. <laughs> you have to stop making the journalists vote because they're fucking stupid. <laughs>
0: So yeah, my number six is FF16. It is my number... Uh, I do think Armored Core 6 could be a lone direction nominee. Sort of how yeah. like A Way Out was a lone direction are, nominee.
1: Are you on the same boat as me with Armored Core where it's going to be like, it's going to be a great game, but it's just not going to It's not, not going to appeal to enough people. It's not going to be the same. Yeah
0: it, yeah, it, yeah. it It's not Elden Ring, so it's not going to appeal to the same people. Okay. I have a feeling maybe Hogwarts Legacy is, like, I would... I, Honestly, we, fuck uh, that game. No. If I see it get any nominations at the Game Award, i of personally go to RPG, RPG, in quotes. No, in I quotes. feel like it's more likely in Goaty than Direction. Because, like, certain games just kind of feel like that. such a fucking bad choice. Does Dead Space get in
1: to I Direction
0: so. and not Game of the Year? That would be...
1: Yeah, that's the one.
0: That that's is. the one that's instead the of Diablo? One.
1: That's the one that won't get into Game of the Year.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe. Narrative. Uh, I have Spider-Man 2. They love their narrative-driven stuff. I mean, what else is there? Starfield? That is my number Starfield's going to
1: have a mid-story, so I mean... Because, like,
0: Cause, like it, I'm going to... I'm going to call it now. There's going to be people that are going to say it's revolutionary, and then there's going to be people that say... It's the same shit, but with a sci-fi lens instead. And I think that's going to be divisive enough where it doesn't win. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe it does win and it's obvious and I'm being weird about it. But I feel like it's Spider-Man. Because, <laughs> like, you think about God of War winning. You think about Red Dead Redemption winning. You think yeah. about, like, Uncharted. Like, bruh. <laughs> bruh. They love their action-adventure They love the same thing,
1: but they don't like when something is new. Exactly.
0: <laughs> like Resident Evil 4. Which I do have in narrative. <laughs> I don't know what else to put. So I'm sorry. No thanks bro. Oh, that's Number 4 one. I have Zelda. Because Elden Ring got in last year. And then 5 oh, no, I have Alan Wake 2. I think that makes sense. Or you can <laughs> have an... Instead of RE4
1: or another one with Shitty Ready you can have an indie representative that we don't what
0: (laughs) indie? it's gonna come out soon in august i bet um i think coffee talk 2 should get in maybe that's gonna get in that could get in maybe it's goodbye volcano high remember that shit (laughs) remember that maybe it's star wars jedi survivor even though people say the story is weaker than the first one maybe it's octopath traveler 2 i mean that is an rpg Maybe it's that. Is it FF16? I hope not. I know, no, man. I <laughs> hope I'm kind of confused right now. Um, now let's go to
1: performance. Street Fighter 6 should win story.
0: I, I actually have that at number 6.
1: That's so good.
0: Because, like, the fact that it has one, and it's as in-depth as it is, I think could be enough for people to be like, Oh, it can get it done! And then, like, it gets in. <laughs> it's like, Oh, it has one this time! And so, like, it gets in. Like it doesn't matter if it's good. It has one. So they're putting it in. My Street Fighter Six character when someone gets burned alive. <laughs> okay, performance. Yuri Lowenthal for Spider-Man Two. I, th- I have a number one veteran voice actor playing an iconic character that's gonna have a lot of dramatic moments. The fact that he didn't win for the first one's kind of bullshit. But I think yeah. he'll win for this Arthur one. Arthur Morgan. Arthur Morgan. Yeah. I have Najee Jeter as Miles as well. I think it'll get two. Because, like, duh. (laughs) Like, the the past couple of years, they've been having dual nominations. Like, we're talking. We had God of War last year. We had uh, Deathloop the year before that. We had Last of Us. We had Death Stranding. We had Uncharted 4 with three. They had three. (laughs) Like, Like,. Double
1: nominations. They could have had Troy Baker. For part
0: two. Part two. Um, number three. Thoughts. I don't know if I'm dumb for this, but I have Cameron Monaghan for Star Wars Jedi Survivor.
1: That's. I mean, yeah, that's all right. I guess. And I just thought of part two. Do you think they only voted for Laura Bailey because they knew her name?
0: I get, like <laughs> it's because she's a veteran voice actor. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I just Ashley was better. But Laura Bailey was the veteran voice actor that was yet to be awarded. So they were like, "Here, Laura, let's toss you one. You know, we're gonna throw it through the fucking screen, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> and we're gonna hand it to you.
1: You even, know, even for Kratos last year, let's just give it to the guy. Who, let's just give it to Christopher Judge. Who's that? Oh, he voiced Kratos. Oh yeah. Great.
0: They're they're giving it to the character of Kratos more than anything. And then he gives the longest speech of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like to thank um. Then he just pauses, then <laughs> he keeps going. <laughs> Al Pacino wants to leave. <laughs> He's standing there for eight minutes. Like <laughs> I have to go bang my wife so I can have a another child. <laughs> Pog. All right. So I did some 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 stat work, right? And here is something you may not know: the female representation in performance is like outstandingly mm. good in terms of nomination. I've went through the past years, there was one year that only had one female nominated. Every other year had minimum two. I've seen years where there's four women. So, the fact that I have two is kind of low. But, I'm going with two because I'm not sure who else right now. So the two I have are a female Starfield person, Probably, like, the director lady of the city or something will probably get well, I mean, I don't know. Some lady. Here, and then I have the black lady from Alan, White, Alan Wake 2. Yeah, yeah. D- is that, like, okay? I don't know.
1: Why not Black Cat from Spider-Man 2? She's gonna be in it. I don't know. Watch the Venom be your eerie wannabe. What do you <laughs> Tony <laughs> Todd. <laughs> Watch Venom be Felicia Hardy. Wouldn't that be dumb? <laughs> Watch it be that one cop who turned bad. That's Yuri. Yuri. Oh, Yuri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it's gonna be Wraith. That. It's gonna be her Wraith. Watch it it's be... It's gonna be Screwball. <laughs> Let's
0: go! Let's go! I hate Screwball. go. Uh, I hate Screwball, Spider-Man. Alright, so now... So now. Let's keep going. What Watch category be... should I talk about next? Let's be Spider-Man.
1: What? Yuri? No, yeah, you're Spider-Man. Watch Venom be Spider-Man.
0: Watch him Wha- be Miles. Wouldn't that be nuts? Alright, so let's talk. Alright, let's talk about the next category. So I am not sure. Uh you know what? Let's do Art Direction. Let's let's start with the text, okay? So Art Direction, when we look at last year, had quite a few hyper-realism games. There's usually a couple of hyper realism games. Pentiment. So when it comes to the five this year, I'm I have some some, some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Zelda is a shoe in for a nomination. I think Street Fighter 6, with its spray painty style, will probably get in. I'm thinking Spider Man 2 is a name check. I have um Outside of those three, I have already four for hyper-realism think. pick. Well, the gothic hyper-realism. A gothic hyper-realism realism pick. And then for the fifth one, I couldn't tell you what the fuck to pick. Well, <laughs> like, for the, the fifth, like, because, like, there's a ton of hyper-realism games, so you can kind of just throw in whatever the fuck you want. Like, do I put, there's... like, Octopath Traveler 2? Yeah. Do I put FF16? Do I throw in Starfield?
1: There's four that come to mind. for To me, Starfield with its NASA punk, you know, like, interstellar-like. It's
0: still, like, hyper-realistic. Yeah,
1: yeah, but, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the the ship design I'm oh, talking about. Oh, ship design. Like, interstellar-like, okay. you know. Sure. Or Hi-Fi Rush with more cell shade. Yeah, Octopath Traveler 2. And also, actually, Dead Space with, the like, the rustic steampunk but I don't think they're smart enough to go with that.
0: No, because do like. Do you, they're, like, they're do you no understand my list,
1: though? Yeah, yeah, I understand. You have to have Spider-Man
0: 2 because you have to have the name check. You have to the name check. You have to have Zelda because it's because it's, it's the also same. Also a name check. Also a name check. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Street Fighter Six would be an inspired pick. I'd, I'd love yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: think that too. Um,
0: yeah. and then I put RE four, and then I I get like I, I don't know what to put at number five. I genuinely I don't know. Pense would be an amazing choice from last year because it missed the mark. It did. However, no one played it. <laughs> they, they forgot about it. They, they, about they did. It. Like, I don't think it's going to be one of those games that gets saved. Like, I'm no. I'm sorry. I don't did think they,
1: they will. Did Disco Elysium even win, though? Or Direction? Yeah.
0: Was, was it, it nominated? nominated? It wasn't yeah, that's nominated. That's the question. No, no. See, so they don't have good taste. So, because, like, when I look at last year, Elden Ring, God of War, okay, Horizon... But... Stray, like three of these are hyperrealism. I could like scorn was the only kind of interesting one because it was just H.R. Geiger I could get behind elven <laughs> I don't winning over scorn still pisses me off. Yeah, that that that's doesn't dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> um, so like art direction is just kind of an I don't fucking know <laughs> um, because they'll pick a bad thing.
1: I personally would pick like. I'd honestly probably if Pentiment uh, I'd pick Pentiment or Dead Space for
0: me. I don't know if A, a Pentiment's not getting it. I'm yeah, sorry. And yeah. then if Dead if Space Because like Dead Space I think came out too early and then re yeah. four took over the survival horror yeah. camp for nominations. That ends the year of kaka
1: And I don't <laughs> mind Resident Evil Four with the funny knights that chase you around.
0: Um so let's talk about score. Let's talk about score. Um, in terms of winners, I genuinely think it's just gonna be FF16. It's gonna be a boring it's pick. It's their JRPG. It's their JRPG. They gave it to the two I mean, Nier it's... games. They gave it. To... They love orchestras. So even yeah. though Xenoblade didn't win, God of War won, and that's just orchestra. And <laughs> sure, they have a horn or two, but like it's just orca- It's just strings I, I, mostly.
1: The score is usually one I don't really care about. Because they're usually all good,
0: except for one specific year I don't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but you liked the near score. Yeah, it was, it was pretty It good, fits yeah. with the game. And I think sometimes that's more important than the score itself. And Final Fantasy XVI would be an amazing pick. But um, I think Spider-Man 2 is a name check. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to win. I think Starfield will probably get in with its tech and synth and shit. They did give it to Doom. This is, like, one of the few... but well, that was actually rhythm-based. It is. And it's mixed with sound that year. So we... that could have been more of, like, a sound win more than anything. So, like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I, I think f- those three are probably the top three. And then going from there, Zelda. Did I already say Zelda? Zelda no, probably gets in, And Zelda's... then the number five.
1: Zelda's just the same music.
0: Because, <laughs> like, yeah. I have, yeah, Spider-Man starfield final fantasy zelda and then when it comes to that fifth we talked last time is it phantom liberty D- but like well, it's like, a dlc they but, are adding more music they so. are however it's a DLC. yeah <laughs> they've i think uh, like they usually put that in like ongoing or they put that in like they did used to have a dlc category but they don't anymore um, maybe they will not, For this, not this year um i don't know whether to, like armored core would be from the score alone that sounds terrific like diablo 4 probably has something nuts going on in it actually, i haven't heard it but like who I knows actually heard... star wars is star wars yeah, yeah. star wars
1: is star I, wars i know we're out of narrative but i actually heard that diablo 4's narrative is pretty good but
0: correct. i don't know if they want to reach that far yeah because, like, they have plenty of action-adventure games to get That's the... <laughs> yeah. I, I get
1: where you're coming from. Because, like, sure, like, you could have Diablo 4 be nominated for narrative, but you have to have the action-adventure games.
0: They are very, very close-minded. They are very close-minded. It's just the journalists. It is just the journalists, right? But, like, when, like, when I think of score... Like, trailers alone, I'm hearing good shit. I'm hearing some interesting shit coming my way, you know. And then to throw in Hogwarts Legacy would be a fucking trap. <laughs>
1: last year, yeah, Polygon had uh, Citizen Sleepers, their number one. Like, I didn't finish it, Number like, two. Number two. Because so, Elden like, Ring even, was number one. Because it had to be
0: number one. Because Elden Ring. <laughs> even, even then, though, that's still kind of a goaded pick because it's actually diverse. Like, Polygon, I trust more than most when it comes to this. Because, like this oh, i wish citizen sleeper got a score nomination man but again they're not that inventive so i'm not gonna go i've been burned too many times man i'm not gonna go out of my way to pick interesting shit <laughs> like i'm gonna say it's the obvious ones yeah. and when it's the obvious ones i'll be like oh wow what a surprise <laughs> are you for sweep oh you can't forget about oh Modern that's Warfare not II. is that gonna a win score s- that's is that even getting nominated? no i don't it think doesn't so. really have a score I might, the main theme like once, I might actually say Octopath Traveler too. For score. Because it's a JRPG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um, now let's talk about sound. Sound is often just like like last year, they had like Metal Singer. Like they have sometimes interesting shit. But sound is so obvious like every year. So, what's winning? RE4. Spider-Man 2 name check, Zelda name check. Going from there, I think it's probably Starfield with the ships and stuff. And then I would say maybe Armored Core because of the robots. You're missing Forza and And Modern Warfare 3. Forza is the number five. Yeah, you're right. Where's Call of Duty? Uh, Well, only the big ones get it.
1: (laughs) But it's Modern Warfare 3.
0: This still have hasn't been announced game. yet though. So.
1: You have to have shooting game. Shooting Not game all. that sounds like ass compared to
0: Resident Evil 4 with good sound. That's that's actually like. Because a very shooting shooting five. beats footsteps. That's an obvious fight. Shooting Forza, is better than footsteps. Zelda, RE4, Spider Man, and like Starfield. Maybe armored core if you want to switch out one of them. That's kind of an obvious one. Gun noises and car noises
1: beat out um using sound in gameplay.
0: Yeah, but fucking God of War won sound. <laughs> I mean, what? Uh, so, I don't... I'm not going to go into too many genre categories. God, they're all
1: fucking brain
0: dead. Like, okay, games friend packed, I'm not doing. Ongoing game, that's like... Sound? Sound? What do I vote for? Oh, God of War. What, what, what do you think's winning now? indie this year? That's a good question. What's yeah, there hasn't really games? been that
1: much indie spotlight.
0: I don't know if Hi-Fi Rush counts.
1: Yeah, it's like from a big publisher, but also It Takes Two is from a big publisher.
0: That's why it wasn't nominated for Indie. I thought it was nominated. It wasn't. People say it's the first Indie game to win. I mean, unless that shadow drop for Ori 3 comes out. Let's go! That was rumored like six months ago. Honestly, (laughs) go for it. (laughs) I'm not doing mobile. I'm not doing community support. VR, I don't know. (laughs) Keep that away from me. Although if Ori 4 Remake... Hops onto VR before the November deadline, it's win. Then that's my that that's the true Game of the Year award. Just like now, Hitman innovation and accessibility year. is another one of those where like you kind of have to play it to know if it actually it's has probably it. Probably Spider Man. My guess is Spider Man. Sony's really good with that stuff. I think Forza, Motorcross, yeah. could be easily Horses in the top two for too. contention. Outside of those two, not a damn clue. <laughs> I don't know if like. I don't, like, Street Fighter simplified it? Question? Like, I don't think that counts much. Will Starfield have any? Microsoft's pretty good with (laughs) it, but it's an RPG. (laughs) Final (laughs) Fantasy? I don't know. I don't think so. I do think it's probably Spider-Man. That's my guess right now, is it's probably Spider-Man. Action Adventure. There's three you can throw in right away. And that's Zelda, probably winning, because it's Zelda. Spider-Man 2 and Ori Four. Now, when it comes to the last two, I'm curious what you would put in. For action-adventure?
1: Yes. Ah, personally. Personally. I would put in... um, Does Star Wars have a shot? In action-adventure? I mean, personally, I would. And I would also put Final Fantasy XVI because it's not a fucking RPG.
0: But, 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 but that's going in That That's going in RPG because it's an RPG. I would say, like... alan wake 2 could get in yeah i'm just iffy because it's been in development for a long time i don't know if it's going to be like I've, amazing or if it's going to be mid because i'm i'm looking at my list and there's not a lot dead space this might be it's one shot to get anything is action adventure maybe yeah yeah i don't have like a lot of them i have like a couple that i just know are going to get in but then the rest i'm kind of just spitballing you know I'm not super definitive with these ones because they have a ton of weird picks Like every year. I don't know what the fuck's getting. Action game. This is kind of difficult, I feel like. Is Diablo winning? Is Diablo winning action game? Because what else is winning?
1: (laughs) Action. Action. Modern Warfare 3. Street Fighter 6
0: that's just, that's not gonna count though. action
1: uh, action adventure and action is. The, um,
0: L- like how modern they define warfare it 3. is so different because uh, one has open world one does not <laughs> one does modern not. warfare 3 i feel like diablo is an obvious pick well, we'll... It is open world though diablo yeah
1: uh
0: it's more action y. It's like Doom. Doom gets it. <laughs> Doom gets it. Like, the thing, there's not that much. It's kind of sad. There's not that much level based game. Hi Fi Rush. Would that count as action? What? Armored Core would. Mm. Yeah, you Because right. it's still level based. Yeah, you're right. Armored Core is probably number what, one. But is it
1: adventure? Because they said it's no. like open
0: and you can do no. whatever you it's want. It's still level based. Because uh, I thought they said they it's just have action, big... but then the big. It's level-based. They just have big levels. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, it's like Bayonetta. Those levels are huge. But, like, I don't um, Yeah. Armored Core is probably an easy one. Diablo 4. Hi-Fi Rush. I, I think know. it's open world. Does Baldur's Gate 3 get it? That's
1: a RPG. Yeah, you're right, you're right.
0: Let's just go to RPG. Because that's going to be more obvious so zelda's an rpg no that's action <laughs> adventure What the fu- no watch it be an rpg and then i question my entire like <laughs> what is an rpg then <laughs> what, what's an action adventure game although to be fair if zelda went into rpg spider-man wins action adventure yeah just want to point that honestly
1: out. i i just at this point i just want spider-man to beat zelda zelda's such a boring pick like, it's a great game, but it's just, like, such That's
0: a... That's, like, story. me when I turn against, like... The, 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 you're going what I go through it for, like, the Oscars. Because, like, I love some of the movies, but then I just turn up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like Nomad Land, I like Nomad Land a lot. But then it just sweeps. I'm like, what if... No, what if other shit <laughs> actually? I just, like like, like... like, Resident Evil 4
1: is my game of the year. Hopefully we'll stay that way. Maybe Starfield, maybe See right? so, yeah, RPG that deserves every award.
0: FF sixteen, even multiplayer. FF sixteen wins RPG because of the name alone. Oh, fuck! I'm gonna. Kill. <laughs> and then, and then Starfield gets in. Me won
1: Starfield then... has better RPG mechanics than Final Fantasy sixteen, but Final Fantasy sixteen
0: wins anyways. Uh, I What's think. be Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy is gonna get nominated. There were. Be... I'm sorry. Oh, Wulan fire. Choice in death. game plus
1: Armor with stats equals RPG. RPG. <laughs> open world equals RPG. No open world's action adventure. Character creation
0: equals RPG. <laughs> Clothing with stats equals RPG. Like I think the top four is obvious. But when it comes to that number five, I don't know. If there's a skill tree, it's an RPG. <laughs> Just describing stuff that's also in an action adventure game. Fighting game. There's actually a lot this year for fighting game. Street Fighter VI probably winning. Mortal Kombat One's gonna get in. Tekken Eight. I don't think there's a release date for it yet. They are showing a lot of stuff. Off. They are showing a lot. It's probably um, gonna be out this. They they're showing a lot more than Street Fighter did. That's probably gonna get in the top. Like those are the top three probably, and then afterwards, like. A ton of fighting games come out every year, but, like, only the big ones pick up Traction. Um, <clears throat> to be fair, they like, nominated Seafood last year. So, and that's not a fighting game. <laughs> it's single player. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, they got... They snubbed TMNT in fighting game for Seafood. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah, and Street Fighter Six will win because it's more, um... That is higher rated What if Mortal Kombat 1 gets like 90?
1: (laughs) I mean, it looks great, but I don't think it's going to be a 90. And I'm probably going to play Mortal Kombat 1 the most because of their awful loot box mechanics. (laughs) Are they adding loot boxes? No, no, I'm just... That's why I am playing Justice 2, because it makes...
0: The dopamine (laughs) game.
1: (laughs) Oh, I got the same loot. Let's go. (laughs)
0: Oh, I can sell! (laughs) Sports racing... (laughs) Forza. <laughs> Forza. Gonna put in Madden. Forza. Let's go. I mean, they put in, like, look, last year. Maybe they'll count
1: FIFA the... 23. Maybe... NBA 2K 20. Maybe they'll count the Dune DLC for uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Let's go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that goes in Sim Strategy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's not yeah. a recent one. Honestly, what do you think about Best Adaptation this year? Probably Last of Us for the win. But, mm-hmm. like, what else came out this year? There was oh, there was a just, Sonic show on Netflix. They'll throw in The Witcher. <laughs> they'll throw in The Witcher. <laughs> they'll throw in The Witcher Blood Origin. Let's go. Let's go. Well, Season 3 also drops this year, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah they'll I'm
1: throw just... in Sonic 3, but it's <laughs> not even out yet. No,
0: it drops... Next year.
1: Yeah, it won't even be out.
0: Uh, But it won't count for next year either, because it's in December.
1: (laughs) They'll um, throw in Twisted Metal, even if it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! But yeah, The Last of Us will win. (laughs) Uh, Unless they count, like, books and adaptation. No. (laughs) What, a video game book? No, they don't count. Unless they shadow drop the Ghost of Tsushima anime. Let's go. Let's
0: go. (laughs) multi
1: multiplayer winner? I mean, they just kind of shadow-dropped the edge-runner. Shadow-dropped edge Runners. They did.
0: What about best multiplayer? What's getting into that? I think Diablo 4 is going to be in there. I think Street Fighter should get in. Because not... Mm -hmm. Fighting games sometimes get in. Like, Multi-Versus and T got in last year. So I think either Mortal Kombat or Street... Probably Street Fighter is going to get in. If
1: that talk... Isn't there a Toxic Avengers, a Toxic Avenger beat 'em up game coming out this year? I think so. That might be one. That could That's be good. one.
0: Um, and then I think of like shooter games. What's like a shooter game that gets in this year? What even came out for shooter games? X Defiant is in early access. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Get that away from me. Um,
1: multiplayer shooter game. The Mobile Division game is coming out this year. I don't know if
0: that counts. Probably Mobile Game, though, honestly. So, like, when it, when it comes to... Like, I think the most nominated this year is Spider-Man. And, like, half of the nominations are just name check.
1: Yeah, no, that was what it was
0: like in 2018, so... For what? Oh, Spider-Man. Oh, but it's going to win shit this year. <laughs> please! Oh my god. <laughs> please give it a win. Insomniac needs a one win. Just a single... I think there single needs to be a single win besides Zelda this year. <laughs> Zelda sweep? <laughs> imagine, though. Like, imagine that gets like performance. <laughs> or Zelda?
1: Link, please, help me. Find me, Wink. i got my 10 conference waiting for you. I'll pay you back five find finally come on link
0: come Better. on you do
1: it no come count. on link no you count. fucking twink come on link you fucking twink stop <laughs> doing that shit <laughs>
0: okay so that was that was our predictions i think i feel confident enough So like like some of the like the like four or fives in the categories i'm like i don't fucking know they'll, they'll pick something stupid probably Uh, If I see Hogwarts Legacy get into Game of the Year, that's honestly all I have to say. If that gets into Game of the Year with a stellar lineup that we have, I'm gonna be pissed. That's like when PUBG got in over like RE7 and like like Wolfenstein 2. I'm I'm sure at
1: least PUBG is at least a well designed game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, Battle is not a well designed game. (laughs) Like, when Hogwarts I... Th- Legacy is a shit game and you should play it. <laughs> I don't wanna... You should try it. Just I, a little bit. You should buy it and
0: get... I'll just play Set a timer it.
1: for the refund button and then get a refund 10 minutes before that
0: button is nice.
1: gone. So I don't
0: funny. know, because, like, I think about... Like, re- like what... Like, remember when Returnal was number one and then it didn't even get into Game of the Year and we were all shocked? I remember. We were watching it and we were like, ugh, Returnal well, it's
1: gets... Returnal wasn't that hard.
0: Because, like, wow, Returnal gets direction. Oh, wow, it gets performance. Oh, wow, it gets action game. Like, we were so, we were really cynical about Returnal. Cause, For some reason. Because, <laughs> like, every, no one would shut the fuck yeah, up. That's, that's why true. we were pissed. And then when we, when we saw the lineup, we were like, wait, Returnal's not there. <laughs> we were, like, we were shocked. We were like, there's no way. <laughs>
1: People still talk about it, too.
0: It's getting DLC and shit, man. It's still going. Like, it's some people's favorite game from that year. And I'm like, I I don't blame them. It looks really cool. Like, we were just cynical. We were were mad because we kept hearing about it. And no one would shut the fuck up.
1: That's me with Zelda. I like it when people don't talk about my favorite game. So what what if there's
0: like a resurgence for RE4? I'm gonna kill. <laughs> there
1: isn't because it's my niche. It's my. It's my. Niche RE4s community. a niche. Only, only I can watch Leon Kennedy thirst traps. <laughs> <laughs> let's go.
0: Thirst trap. Let's go. I don't know. I'm very, I'm curious to see if there is an upset outside of Zelda. I think everyone has kind of just defaulted to it. It's like how people default to Elden Ring. Last of Us, you know, like I like the years where it's like a shock upset, you know, where like something you don't see coming just wins, and you're like, What the? Fuck? I don't think
1: that's an upset. I think that, like Sekiro, or um, it takes two, it, it takes two. I
0: would honestly play. say, like,
1: probably even over Dragon Age Inquisition was one, probably because it like had just come out. <laughs> the same people that are saying Dragon Age Inquisition had good combat are the same people that says Final Fantasy 16 has bad combat.
0: Imagine the brain the brain cells on those guys. <laughs> like, honestly, the fact that Uncharted 4 swept that year and then lost to the Game Awards. It was kind of weird. Like, the fact that they gave a multiplayer shooter game, Game of the Year, and Game Direction. Like, I don't Before think that's I'd, ever going to happen. Ar- arguably, it has had a bigger impact on the industry. Than, or uh, Uncharted yeah, 4. Uncharted. Yeah, but I like Uncharted 4 more. Yeah, it's <laughs> so,
1: like, fuck you. Overwatch is actually a bad game. I'm I played not the sad. first one, and I played the second one. And they're just not good. I'm sorry. Like, I can't
0: believe that, like, people are excited for a training mode. <laughs> Bruh. Like, imagine, that should have been there in the base game.
1: Imagine waiting, like, five years for a campaign only to get a fucking
0: training mode. That's good. Hype. <laughs> i don't know our friend that is like defending uncharted like not uncharted 2 overwatch 2 he he hates it now oh
1: he does Uh oh wow yeah that whole discord that he's a part of and i'm a part of they just turned against the game after it was actually before they did the ai's the the campaign cancellation and stuff but
0: yeah they just kind of just like nah it's it's kind of shit Oh, good. He had a change of heart. <laughs> yeah, because I just remember him defending it. And I'm like, w- why? The... <laughs> What's the point?
1: Admit your game is shit or get tor- tortured, Overwatch fans.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like... Oh, i got to come up with a movie recommendation. But I kind of want to talk about this first instead. Dude. So, like... I, mean, I don't know. I do want to see Zelda win something. I don't know why. Yeah. I wanted to see it something. Because, like, I like when it's split. I like, like, 2021, 20, nothing won more than three. Like, it felt like everything got something. Outside of un- Insomniac. <laughs> <laughs> outside of Insomniac. But, like, last year was just two games that swept. And I'm like, that's kind of boring. <laughs> like, the Last of Us sweep was boring. The fucking... Like, I like when stuff is spread out. You're not sure what's going to win because, like, some things are overperforming, some things are underperforming. And, like, the nail biterness of it all. I like it. So, this year, if we just have, like, one game that just steamrolls, it's going to be boring. Because, like, this is one of the best years I've seen. it's just
1: going to be a year where I just look forward to the announcements again.
0: (laughs) Because, like, this year, like, has some of the best games like some of the most reve- like the amount of 90s i'm seeing is nuts
1: like i played a lot of games this year that's why i don't want zelda to win because like there's so many games that deserve recognition and they won't get that recognition if zelda steam rolls
0: which it might do yeah which is the issue that's why i hate zelda right now. <laughs> <laughs> and like i don't hear as many people talking about it Like the, like the amount of fucking compilations for Elden Ring that were coming out a year afterwards was nuts, and like Zelda's not getting that. Still, I there's still shit I run across for Elden Ring. I, I feel like go back Z- to Elden Ring. <laughs> like not Z- finish my first playthrough. Zelda, I don't know. Maybe it's because of the story. I don't know what it is, but like that '96 feels wrong almost, like to me. As someone that didn't play. No, I, I get it, because I think it was because the
1: Breath of the Wild was so high that it just feels weird, because it looks like the same game,
0: and it feels like the same game. Because, like, there's people on Twitter, like, right when it came out, that was like, I didn't love Breath of the Wild, but I love Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm like, okay, it's just God of War again. They just updated it. But the thing is, they already gave mm-hmm. the flowers to Zelda. I don't want to give the same flowers to Zelda again. Like, give Insomniac something fucking, like, Bethesda, oh my god, <laughs> like, sure, Fallout 4 had, like, two nominations, and it lost it, because Un- Witcherino 3 just swept that year. That's so why
1: you should give it to Bethesda, because Bethesda takes ten years to make a game, Insomniac will come out with Wolverine, like, two years from now, and well, then they'll they sweep They haven't even that. started, right, <laughs> so, like,
0: they'll sweep that. I don't know. I don't want to put off the Insomniacs. Yeah. I want my Insomniacs. I mean, I, I think
1: Capcom is now more than ever deserving of Something. any nomination, oh my God. any
0: win. Like they have two games that could get like quite a bit, and it's just like I don't know why you would not go for it. Final Fantasy
1: sixteen, I know it's it's been around for a long time. It deserves some sort of marketing, so it gets a little bit bigger. Outside of FF7. <laughs> Outside of FF7. Sixteen. The main character is based. He's literally me. (laughs) I hate killing people after I kill the giant kaiju. Cool. Cool. I'm not even joking. He kills the kaiju and he's like, killing is wrong. I get it now. Okay. (laughs) You're like
0: like one third through the game. He's going to kill way more people. Why is your arc over? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. I can no longer kill people. But how are you going to finish the rest of the game? (laughs) I'm kind
1: of excited for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth now, though.
0: Because Next like if year, they, if they have the Next. same
1: combat as sixteen, I'm I'm all for it. Next year, sorry, bro. What if they if they get rid of the cinematic attacks and go back to the switching between the people? What? Oh, you know, switching <laughs> yeah. between your people instead of the cinematic
0: clashes or whatever the fuck. In places. Yeah, I don't know. Anywho, I gotta pick a movie recommendation. What should we watch?
1: The for- Gamer? Gamer. Gamer is free on Game Pass right now. What is? The Gerard Butler Gamer movie. Mm-hmm.
0: It's just called The Gamer. Oh. Um, <laughs> we're
1: not watching it. <laughs> I saw it was free on Game
0: Pass. So let's. A couple of announcements. Next week is the one year anniversary. We're going to be doing some stuff for that. Emmy nominations will be like the second or third week of July. So we'll talk about those. Um, I have the American Pie ranking coming out the second to last week of August. It's like August twentieth. I have it right now. It's plenty of time. We're still in June. That's plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Denis ranking, the first week of November, to fit it with Dune Part Two. Um, yeah in terms of movie recommend, I don't know what I wanna watch. I wanna watch something summary, like I don't know what summary feels like. <laughs> like in terms of movies so hmm, let's do random lead generate. let's go to watch list and let's hit shuffle <laughs> okay I hate all these <laughs> I hate all of these. Mm, I'm gonna hate. I Are mean, we just it. shitty movies? No, there's that some that I like added want to, your to watch.
1: watch list because I added it to my watch list. No, there's
0: I'm like so many it. on here that like I do want to watch. I'm just not in the movie. <laughs> um, hmm. what the fuck? I don't know. Let's. Well, now, hold on. (laughs) Sucker. No, 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 no. I found something way funnier. We're gonna go with... Not Another Teen Movie. (laughs) Let's go. 2001's Not Another Teen Movie. Starring no one that I know, except for Chris Evans. (laughs) Um... Oh, not another teen movie, man. Yeah, I think this is gonna be funny. I actually hear it's okay. It's a two point seven. I've seen worse. <laughs> I've seen worse, especially for parody movies. For parody movies, yeah. Some of the people I like have given it sixes and sevens. That's a promising start. <laughs> is it not... So it's not another teen movie. Ah, uh, maybe it, maybe it's not movie. Recommend not <laughs> another team bye, bye, Miss American. But that song you didn't play. No, Rip one edit. Of <laughs> one edit. <out of> <laughs> um, do you have anything else? Or are we good to end this episode? That that
1: Lego castle is really cool. I just noticed it again, for the mm. fifth time this year. Don't
0: you notice it like every day when you wake up? <laughs> every day I wake up and I go, that thing is fucking gorgeous. <laughs> I'm so glad I spent $500. it's more beautiful than my wife. <laughs> doesn't
1: have a wife. My that's not true. My wife is uh, Anna de Armas. My
0: wife is Margot. They're oh. both married, but it doesn't matter. They're both married to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I have a Harlem. Wait a minute. I'm in a Thruppo situation. <laughs> I'm in a polyamorous situation. Anywho, you can do the outro.
1: Chili Marti sixty nine on Twitter, the real Chill on Instagram, Chill podcast on YouTube, and Chillmart on Spotify.
0: Get hyped for the for next week. It's the one year Can't baby.
1: Stop the A train.